Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Another great day for It's The Real. And the last great day of 12 great days. Not the last great day ever, just the last great day of, of this run. This run was called... 12 Days of Podcasts. And what did we do? We recorded 12 Days of Podcasts. And we edited and we... We booked, we... We cleaned our apartment. We did a lot of stuff over these 12 days. A lot of great episodes, and I hope people enjoyed this whole this whole celebration of podcasts. Yes, I hope that people um, use these podcasts to get through their time with their family, get through long flights, get through long car trips, just get through this holiday season. Jeff, there's one more thing that people should do this holiday season. What's that? They should go to itsthereal.com. You know why? Why is that? Because... Tickets are on sale right now for your girls' tour, which is our headlining concert. Yes, we are performing old songs, new songs. We have special guests coming through. We will be at SOB's when? On February 23rd, 2017. Get your tickets today on itsthereal.com. They make for a great Christmas present. They make for an okay Hanukkah present. I would argue to say that this would be a great Hanukkah present. It's going to be an unforgettable night. You do not want to miss it. Itsthereal.com. Jeff. Will you be there? I have to be there. Will I be there? I hope so. I'm I'm not comfortable on stage by myself. All right. It's going to be a lot of fun. February 23rd, 2017. Go to itsthereal.com right now. Jeff, how are we celebrating this last day of the 12 days of podcast? So we have Peter Rosenberg in the building, Hot 97 Zone, ESPN Zone. Uh, Sound like you said ESPN Zone. Like yes. The, the, uh, uh, the, the old uh, restaurant or experience or whatever that is. Yeah, the shitty restaurant outside of Times Square where you can get a $26 burger with a piece of it's garbage a, on top. It's amazing that that didn't last. Yeah. So we have Peter on the podcast, and what do we get into? We got into his... Um, well, we talk a lot about Trump. We do. We start, we start off with Trump. But we also get into... He made a speech at Fife Dog's memorial service um, last year. And Kanye West had something to say about it right then and there. Yeah, which was a, a weird moment, so uh, I we, think. we talk all about that. Um, uh, we, we, talk we talk a lot about, about hair. Yeah, there's a lot of things we talk, that we about, talk about. wrestling. Because we're friends, and so we talk about things that, you know. We, we talk about why in the world Peter wouldn't just take the subway to our place, why he has to stunt on us and drive up here. Yeah. It's a, it's a really fun episode. I hope whether you're celebrating Christmas or or Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa, or Festivus, or just celebrating the end of 12 days of podcasts. Or of 2016, if you are ready to get done with this year. Hopefully this brings some light and levity to you guys. Very happy holidays to everyone out there. And Jeff, when do you want to get into it? Uh, right after people comment on iTunes. Always appreciate people commenting on iTunes. That is the one thing that has made me smile this holiday season. <laughs> Let's get into it right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Getting Dome, a.k.a. Taxpayer-funded stadiums. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Never Not Lurking, a.k.a. Too Much Sus. That's a weird one. <laughs> too Much Sus? That's a great that's, one. That's a pretty good one, though. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Say hi to the people. Hey, hey, hey. It's Peter Rosenberg, <laughs> a.k.a. Rosenberg Radio, a.k.a. Shia LaBeouf Killer. Oh. A.k.a. That's it. Okay. Yeah, this is Waste Time, it's the real. Bow, 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 Peter, why are you wearing your Redskins outfit right now? We play tonight. The other day we're recording this is Monday. And we play on Monday Night Football. And who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for the Redskins. <laughs> Shocker. Um, it's weird. And, you know, um, I got called out from someone uh, on social media, on Instagram live. Talk about it. Saying, <laughs> saying, how can you be a progressive person and justify wearing Redskins stuff? And I responded, uh, that's a complicated question. <laughs> 
but one that I know is shared by many people of my exact background of all colors white right. black hispanic all kinds of, of people your exact background but slightly different <laughs> yeah but all like progressive washingtonians mm-hmm. if you have were, the same thing if you were on the list to get if you're on that like whatever it is 60 80 year list to get uh tickets to go see the red season tickets i was you. on that list and it came up and, and i i t- turned it down really yeah at the time they were playing so bad and <laughs> i was so annoyed with the franchise and it was so expensive and i didn't live at home and it just was like I just I didn't want to support what they were doing overall. So like I support the team, but that mostly I support it was everything. all the other stuff. Up. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I mean I don't I don't I don't give them tons of money, even though I love them, because I do believe in being a loyal fan always, and I am very obsessively that. But I don't believe that you should always support something if they're not doing the things that you want them to do. So the more that you endorse that, I think is silly. So for me to at that point when they were terrible and I didn't have any money, mm-hmm. sign up, take all $10,000 I had in the world and get season <laughs> tickets would have been uh, irresponsible. But now do you cross out all of the Redskins like actual wording and then write Washington team? I thought about that. <laughs> it doesn't have very much. It just has the one part right here and I thought like maybe I could just peel it off. Mm-hmm. But you but can't. What, no, the, you'd yeah. have like I a haven't. generic jersey that's just maroon and gold. Because you would still gold. know what it was, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. People would still know what team it was. Did you ever feel weird when you like befriended players from other teams like Victor Cruz? Um, no, I feel like, I don't feel weird. I feel like bummed out sometimes <laughs> that I can't just root for that team because I'm like, but I know them so well. I'd be so excited. Do you think Dan Snyder's ever going to go away? No, no. I think at a certain point you have to own up when you root for a team like Knicks fans. Can really, like it is what it is. Yeah. So, you know, we just go undefeated every year. <laughs> right. And you just hope that you figure it just out live in a world of delusion. <laughs> and you hope that they hire someone like the Knicks tried to do with Phil. Like mm-hmm. he he made the, the Dolan made the right decision, which is like, I'm going to get someone who knows better than me and I'm going to back off. And mm-hmm. he did that. That was good. Yeah, he did it. Yes. And just Phil's not been good. <laughs> right? So the the Redskins the last couple of years, of money, yeah, yeah the, the Redskins the last couple of years, they did the same thing. They went and got someone mm-hmm. who's good. And so Dan Snyder stays back, doesn't say a word. Mm-hmm. And this guy, Scott McLuhan's the GM and he right. makes every decision. And so far, it's been really much better. There were so many other bad choices, though. <laughs> yeah, for years and years. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Eventually, you have to hope they make the just one good choice of, I'm going to let this person do everything. Are you the... Op- that, because, by the way, the, both the, people will say, like, you're screwed forever. So many organizations have had a terrible owner, totally. and it lasts for years and years and years until they bring in someone else, and they usually get older. Yeah, and like yeah. you have to wait for the owner <laughs> to get older, because now Snyder's like in his late forties, maybe oh, I we were early fifties. United States of America with Donald Trump. <laughs> we, oh, no, we, no, no. we have a bad owner right now. <laughs> we have a really a bad GM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's bad. Just get him out. They're voting right now. For the electors, yeah. yeah. Well, and then someone said today that uh, it's not like even if even if it happened that the electors, thirty-seven of them, decided not to go with, with what Trump, yeah. with with what they were instructed to do, yeah, right, which isn't going to happen. But even if they did do that, it still goes to the House of Representatives, which is controlled by the Re- Republicans. And then it's like, what are they going to do? They're not going. But the Republicans could, in theory, then if they wanted to, and there's some that obviously wouldn't, but there could be some that did want to say. You know what? This is an opportunity for us to get someone else better. Right. The guys so we Looney get Romney, and, or we yeah. get John Kasich, or we get Ted Cruz. Isn't Whoever it, they decided they want to do, that we probably love be living in of. a hypothetical world where yeah. Ted Cruz could <laughs> is better. Be our president. No, yeah, it'd be that, better. Crazy. And you'd be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, literally, I Ted Cruz makes me like <laughs> nauseous. Mm-hmm. And if you were like Ted Cruz is going to be president, I would be like, yes. <laughs> That's a, no, no, it's amazing. Right, right, yeah. Like I will. That is, I would do anything. I would do anything right now to have Ted Cruz be president. It's it's so crazy that uh, 
uh, there were eight years that we spent in a Bush uh, 43 presidency that seemed like the worst thing in the world, and here we are. Well, that's that. That's why I sort of have come to blame us to a certain degree. The three of us? <laughs> Not specifically, but yes. <laughs> I'll take all of the blame. <laughs> I, I do blame people like us, though, to a certain extent. I blame everybody, but I definitely blame us because we acted as if during that time those Republicans were the worst human beings on earth. It felt like it. And it felt like it. Yeah. But yeah. we're dramatic. <laughs> yeah. And we went too far. And we villainized everyone. Well, And as a result... It's sort of like the U.S. creating ISIS. Like, now we created that Republican. Like, we said they're the worst, most evil, racist people ever. And there were some that were. They they, they led us to a war that was unjustified and cost That's a lot right. of lives. Yes, and it yeah. was really bad. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the first time that's happened. No. It certainly won't be the last time it's happened. Well, talk but about now it. there is a first thing happening. Yeah. Now there's a first. Do you have now any- we have someone who's an out of control, like racist lunatic as president. And I do feel it's not all our fault, but I do think we slightly contributed by the division of America. And we, and as East Coast liberals, we I think we did all participate in that a little bit. I, 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 look, I totally subscribe to the fact that I was part of the problem in that I watched MSNBC and, you know, cheered on and felt very strongly and didn't watch Fox News, didn't talk to anyone else i i lived in my bubble and yes i am part of the problem but i don't like it (laughs) no no me neither and i will blame you guys more than me sure because i will tell you that about five six years ago already i i started my like i don't do msnbc Mm -hmm. and and not because i don't like think rachel maddow is amazing because i love her yeah um but because i was like it's the same thing it is and Mm -hmm. yes we think they're right but if I'm watching knowing you're specifically feeding what I already think, I'm not watching news. I'm just watching my own personal opinion. So I go to boring, bad CNN, which still has its own slant, but I always found it to be the closest thing to in the middle between the two of them. For a good while it was. And they, for a while it was. Yeah, and they then, never found that plane. And so, you know. <laughs> right. But um, I think that everything has its faults. That being said, I feel like... Everybody's like, oh, you know, I'm so tired of 2016. I can't wait until this year is over. Right. 2017 is going to be way worse. Way worse. Gonna, yeah. All this is going to be terrible. I would hold on to 2016 as long as I can. Yeah, we but, have Obama for all of 2016. Oh yeah. God. It's is over it, after that. Do you have any plans for January 20th? No. You know, we were speculating and, and talking about – I came up with some – cool ideas of things I thought to do but they haven't come together and start a fire <laughs> and just like just watch <laughs> but no I thought about that and I was talking to Alexa I was talking to a friend the other day I was like oh maybe we'll have our housewarming that day because it's a Friday mm-hmm. and it's late January which I'm celebrate. hoping we're ready by yeah, then it's yeah, like right. invite people over to basically commiserate right, fuck and the thought, White House shout out to the Rosenberg House exactly yeah, yeah. exactly um, we have another White House and yeah. white people <laughs> in it also but mm-hmm. way cooler um, so yeah I don't know otherwise you know, it's not like I won't be in D.C. for it. You know, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, Although my Obama inauguration experience was horrible. So what, I, what was it? I The my, first one? The first one. Mm-hmm. The, the first. My wife and I at the time were just dating and we were like off. Horrible. We were all, we were off at that point. And we like, but we still wanted to like go to the inauguration together, even though we weren't together. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And it like fell apart. And our plans didn't work. And she ended up going with a friend of hers. And wait, I, wait, a guy friend or a girlfriend? A guy friend, but not one I have any concerns about. <laughs> but I was like, really? And we got this big fight. And then I went with my dad. And we... That'll show her. We went down there. Yeah, just let her know. Like, I have things to do, too. And we went down there. And by the time we got into D.C., and we left early still, 
we couldn't move anywhere. Like it was literally like impossible to get anywhere. Like Times Square on New Year's. Yeah. yeah. No, you were done. And like I was like, we're never gonna get to where our tickets, our crappy tickets, allowed us to get to. I was like, we're never gonna get. Oh, it's there. not general admission. Just go wherever you yeah, want. Yeah, but there is. But it's like limited. Like this, you this puts you in this area and this in that area. And like all I remember thinking was, this isn't gonna work. Right. And first of all, there was a line to move somewhere, and my dad cut the line and was like, <laughs> "I'm old. It'll be fine." <laughs> He got called out for it. Yeah. The guy was really rude. It was the first time I've ever gotten into. I, for I, I may have never gotten in anyone's face. Period. Yeah. Let alone I got into someone's face with my dad there, and On- I was like, "You're disrespecting my dad." <laughs> and like I got in this dude's face, and I'm like, "All right, this is a disaster." This is all like-minded people too. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. All there to celebrate Obama. Yeah. And I was like, "You know what? Let's just if we leave now." We can make it home and watch it on TV. So we left. Oh, I watched my it on God. TV. So Never you... made it down. Wow. <laughs> it was terrible. It was really, really bad. I've only married. made it Wait, to one. What? I went to Clinton. I went to Clinton's second inauguration. I think mean, that was it. Oh, that's a boring one. He yeah, beat Clinton. Dole. Our, no, listen. Yeah. I remember when um, when Clinton got elected like, and uh, our mom bought me a, a uh, sweatshirt with Bill Clinton playing saxophone on it. Classic. And I was like, I'm yeah, wearing You could sell school. that at a vintage store right now for a lot of money. No, I wish I had it to wear it these days. Yeah. Like, that would be amazing. But I don't know. This is going to be a disaster. This is going to be a real problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm scared. I don't know exactly how to approach it. I, I, read, I, I read almost everything that happens, and it's just all so bad and, like, so much worse than I, I – I did. You know, like, I'll tell you the truth. I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but I did. I think it was the right thing to do. But like 36 hours out, I was like, after she lost, I was like, you know, listen, this, it happened. So now let's all pray that, like a lot of people said, he was just following like a crazy plan of attack. Right. But it'll go a little better. Like it can't be as bad. (laughs) So let's just... Listen, I'm not going to go protest and say he's not my president because he is going to be our president. So let's just all hope for the best. And and like I'm not supporting him. I'm not being like, yes, all come together. But, but maybe I'm, he's wishy-washy and, right. and it'll end up everything, being like right? he'll grab Mitt Romney. He'll grab this one. He'll, they'll put together a regular Republican administration. And, and he'll just be the figurehead and it'll just be like all fine. And right. four years later, it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But how and long did that feeling last? It lasted until what was the first thing that happened? It was uh, Bannon, or maybe, maybe Bannon, or any of the tweets. <laughs> yeah, or the tweet. It was. It was all within a week. Yeah, it was all within five so or six days. So about four minutes later, you thought, "Well, you want to know what? I was like, you know what? That wasn't college try. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that was that. You know, it's it's bad. It's really bad. I have no idea how bad it gets. That's why when people say like, "Well, we shouldn't hope that they don't vote for him because it would rip the country apart," I would rather see the country ripped apart. Did you have any? Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. Rather than let him lead, because I'm scared. When the way he talks about like China and all these other countries, I am scared he will walk us into World War Three. That that's what I'm scared that's, of. And yeah. that's a real real thing. That's a but, real thing to be scared of. So I'd rather it? have us have civil war. I'm sorry, I would I would rather have tanks in the street in America with the anti Trump people essentially being run over by those tanks <laughs> than I mean the pro Trump people being run over by those tanks right. than have a, a potential world war. I wouldn't. But, I know he, it's but he controls the military right now. See, everyone keeps saying that, but I, uh, my response to that is I don't think the military likes Wait, him. what do you mean? I, I, I high-ranking yeah, I officials, that. he's disrespected them over and over and over I'm again. I'm smarter than yeah. the generals. And, right, and, and, yeah. and the generals, uh, up until January 20th, have an official allegiance to President Obama. So let's start there. Yeah. yeah. That's what the allegiance is. Oh, so we have to get this war done quick. Now, <laughs> yeah. so number one, that's what the, the allegiance is. And number two, he's been so disrespectful of How these... disrespectful has he been? How fat is she? <laughs> yeah. He's been so disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. that 
So I don't know though. I, I I'm I don't like being like so many of us are being, which is just like I don't know what to do. Blah blah. blah. Like my uh, my friend slash agent Dipperstein is like there are people in L A who are like can't work. Yeah, They're like I am not working, and Dipper like, "All right, it. <laughs> he's a guy who does not miss work." Period. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh, and he's yeah. and he's very politically involved, mm-hmm. but it's still like, okay, you can't not work. You got <laughs> to keep. We got to keep moving forward here yeah. as a society. But at the same time, I get it. Like I get being just petrified. It's it's bad. How depressed were you when you saw Kanye go to Trump Tower? Oh, I was uh, nah, not depressed. Or I was just like, d- whoa, it's, it's, this is. I was really discouraged i was like this is a guy who stood up against bush on national tv this is a guy who listen was raised by a black panther his mother was very very politically active uh he was raised the right way he you know strong opinions fighting for the right things and now he's shilling for this lunatic he i think that he honestly thinks that he's doing a good thing I think so does. too. Like, I think so too. Like he's not like I don't think that people because everybody's like oh well he's trolling or he's just like out there for attention or something. I think that he thinks well we have to listen to our new president and we have to you know th- this like bridges the gap. I personally don't view it that way, but I think that's what he thinks in his. Uh, I think he probably thinks m- that like this is uh, th- he just had a president who wasn't always pro Kanye. That, that's the biggest part. The biggest part is that Obama didn't like him. Mm-hmm. Right. It hurt his feelings because he's sensitive. Mm-hmm. Trump gave him the time. Trump is very smart. I, I don't care what anyone says. I'm not saying he's uh, educated. Right. Okay. But he's smart. And also. His people person stuff. So he's been manipulating all these people. He brings in all these people who don't like him. Right. They sit with him for 15 minutes. Right. He's an incredible schmoozer. And, you know and they all leave like, you know, he's not that bad. And there's two things, by the way. Number one, the Kardashians were saying before the election that they're, they might vote for they might Trump. Vote for him. Yes. Right. And then so, they backed away from it and the story got like killed. But like that was out there. That's the truth. And I think in that like household, I'm sure they were like, well, you know, this is a guy who relates to us and he understands money and the whole thing. But the other thing is, you know much of a sucker Mitt Romney is and Ted Cruz is and all these guys who got fucking destroyed by, by Trump. It's, there was... And just, you know... Well, you, you saw the one I put, the picture I posted, right? That I stole from oh, someone. I am Reek. I am Reek. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was amazing. amazing. It was yeah. so yeah. true. Yeah. It was like, you're gutless. And and there's the, the stories are, that's come out, is that, Ob- that um, Trump really sat there like laughing at him like he wanted to see him grovel like that was it like he really was like let's have dinner together (laughs) just like wanted to see him grovel and then you know listen this whole uh i'm not gonna get into i I do not i would be disappointed not the way i want to end the year spending like 30 minutes screaming about uh charlemagne but that whole narrative that started with trevor noah and him and then led into kanye it's the same narrative of we need to have conversation right it's Horseshit. That's not a real thing. No leaders, no no civil rights leaders ever, even Martin Luther King, even people who believed in peace in all circumstances, ever believed in going out and catering to the needs, wants, and interests of those who are directly trying to oppress you. That is that is not how it works. If if, if people came forward and were like, we really want to learn, okay. Well, now we have step one. That's not what any of that was. And, you know, Trevor Noah turned out to be an utter disappointment to me because he has this woman on his show. I'm like, that's whack. You shouldn't have done that. He replies. He's like, well, how did I give her a platform? She already has 50 million viewers. I'm like, first of all, does she really? I know the YouTube views say that, but I don't believe that. Second of all, 
where are those YouTube views coming from? They're coming from random racist people's Facebooks and people who hate her reposting her over and over and over again. However, she's on something called the Blaze Network. I don't know what that is. I don't know where that is. I don't know how to find that. I don't know anyone who watches it. I don't know anyone who knows how to find it. Now you just put her on Comedy Central. You're you, that is right, elevating you're that person mainstream. that right. completely. And then to say afterwards, people are like, "Oh, but he shut her down." No, he didn't. At no point did she go. You know, you're right. Right. Wow. Whoa. You just changed my. P-. Never. She didn't come close to doing that. That wasn't even in the realm of possibilities. So what did you just do except elevate her to at least your level? But listen, he's an inexperienced guy, and he's shown his inexperience this year. He's not knowledgeable and versed in American politics. He's not – I'm sorry, not to be a xenophobe. Um, South Africans' racial history and America's racial history are completely Completely different. So he has no nuance on the subject, and he botched it. And then afterwards, when we reached out to try to get him to come on our show, he his team passed, and he went on The Breakfast Club, and they did their thing. And then he reached out to me, and I was like – and he was like, hey, you know, do you want to talk? And I was like, uh, we already reached out. Yeah, and wait, your, why did they pass? Your team passed. They said he was busy, but now all of a sudden he wasn't busy. And he was like, yeah, well, we'd have The Breakfast Club thing – that had been scheduled for months. The Breakfast Club thing. Yes. I, I it had been like, scheduled for months, but coincidentally, right. it happened two days after they were both in a story together, which is fine. Go do it. I'm not saying you should, but don't tell me it was scheduled for months. Right. And now don't come to me after your team already passed and say you want to do it. So Ebro is like, tell him no. Tell him if he wants to talk to you that you'll go on his show. Mm-hmm. So I replied and said, if you want to have the conversation, I would love to come on your show and discuss it. You're so into dialogue. Right, right, right. Let's right, have right, a dialogue. Right, right, right. We're booked through the end of the year. So I was like, okay. He didn't want to raise you to his level. Exactly. No, he didn't. <laughs> you have 50 million viewers. I, I've got a lot of people who see me, but he did not want me to be on his level. I don't know if this says more about you guys or us, but we also asked for Trevor Noah. This is before he <laughs> had anyone on his show that caused any controversy. They also passed on that. There you so, go. So yeah. Same but, level. <laughs> exactly. Hot 97. Yeah, we're, podcast. we're bringing you down to our level. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get to go up to his level, down to yours. No, and, and by the way, I'm, and again, I want to say, in all these cases, I'm not saying that he's like an evil person. You know, um, I even sort of walked back some of the things I said about Charlemagne being like an evil person. Although, I said it to TMZ who didn't put out the videos because they don't put out any of my videos. They only put out Charlemagne's <laughs> videos. But I did tell them, I was like, you know, maybe saying devil is too strong or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I, there's only two options. You're either naive, which I know many things about Charlemagne. I know one thing he is not naive, or you were doing something that was just bad. Do not sell me on the it was an attempt at good. Do not. I, it, if you if you think that, then I guess you are naive. But I don't think that's possible. Well, I think that like, I think everybody is naive. I do not think that anybody really understands. Like nobody when they're when they're playing chess knows every single move that another person. Very can good make. point. So like I don't I think that everybody does not understand the ramifications of their own actions and and to say that somebody fully is aware of, of uh you know meeting with Tommy Loran and being like oh okay well this will lead to that this will lead to that like I think not know, everyone would know, would do that yeah I, I, don't, I don't think that he's like a mal- I I do not think that that Charlemagne is purely malicious I think that he did something that was stupid in my opinion and and that's my oh and and so after Trump got elected. We did talk on text, and I said, I hope that you can use your platform however you can to promote some sort of fight against what is this, certainly yeah. going to happen. And uh, I 
I don't think it's any secret. I don't think I'm I'm doing a, a disservice by putting this out there. But I think the truth of the matter is that you know there's a lot of if you work for Hot ninety seven or ESPN, you can't say everything you want to say. Have you figured out what's been a month and a couple of days uh, in how to sort of like go go forward with well, with a microphone? Well, Hot ninety seven, I can say whatever I want. Okay, I don't. I don't have any sense. I never have ever on anything of like don't do th- ever. Like Ebro says, we both say anything. Okay, ESPN is tougher because though they're a clearly a liberal minded company. I mean, right. you could watch the beginning of the ESPYS and, and see where they're at mm-hmm. politically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that still they are watched by the entire country. Right, and I would guess more conservative leaning people than liberal leaning people because ultimately I would guess more. Hardcore sports fan, not much more, but slightly more. Right. Hardcore sports fans lean right than left. Well, also there's a lot of men who watch as opposed to women, and, and women white lean... men who watch. And if right. and if, if white men voted in this election, it would have been like seventy five percent for Trump. Right. Yeah. Right. So there is a balance there of it's not, and, and they've and they've been really cool to me about it. They're not like we don't want you to have your views. They're like we just don't want you to alienate your audience. Like right. we don't want you to cut off your nose to spite your face. Like we know you're upset. But are you really going to make an impact on air, your, our airwaves talking about it? Because you're going to potentially just push people away. And but I've already done that since the second I got on 98.7, this show here, like Colin Kaepernick happened. Like all these issues have happened and I've mm-hmm. been ardently on one side. Right. And that side, I'm sure, has made some people be like, I hate that guy. Mm-hmm. I hear him. I hate him. He hates cops. He hates this. He hates that. Like, I know there are people who feel that way. But if they want a conversation so bad, I feel like you're opening it up. That's exactly right. <laughs> Everyone wants conversation. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I do think that um, I, I, I'm, I'm figuring out the balance. It's hard. You know, like, uh, you know, it's it's, it's going to be challenging uh, to, to enter those things. I want to work with WWE more. Linda McMahon was appointed by Trump. Um, at the same time, it's like, well, that doesn't surprise me. She's been in Republican politics forever. So yeah. like you have to understand I there's mean, a difference. She, lost. she also lost when when her opponent spent five times or five times less, less. money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she did. And uh, but the thing is, that's always what she's wanted to do. So like the hard part is people would probably get mad at me like, "Well, why don't you attack people who but, well, I'm not going to attack people who I know exactly who they are." Like I'm not going to get mad. Yes, I, I still wouldn't like Republicans to go side with Trump. But that said, a Republican wanting a Republican job in a Republican administration, that doesn't make me think you're no longer a person of any character. That makes me think you're doing what you wanted to do in spite of maybe some disagreements Until she turns heel and then... <laughs> and then we don't know. So it's just different. Wait, but wait like, did Eric say that right? <laughs> kind of. Yeah, that was close. Okay. Because like we honestly don't know anything right. about wrestling. I think we've yeah, made that quite uh, clear. Uh, a fold- yeah. Folding chair. Um, yeah. yeah, no, you don't have to. You ladder. Have, I don't expect everyone who knows me Break to be able the to Break the bank? Is that a money thing? Money in the bank. Money in the bank. <laughs> but, Wait, what um, does that mean? I don't money in the bank is a kind of match. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, why it doesn't matter. Of, so real quick. <laughs> yes. I But I, I do find it frustrating that this like – it's been a renewed sense of uh, – I I need I, okay. I, I I received like a lot of praise over the summer after I got into that alter the, the radio altercation with the cop. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So all of a sudden it was like, oh my god, we do love Peter Rosenberg. Right. And then I called out two black men for their behavior that I thought was ridiculous and antithetical to what progressive people are doing. And they and said I, you went too far. And it got the quick like, know yeah. your role. Yeah. How dare you? And I was like, oh yeah. Right. I forgot. It's always going to – like, 
everyone on every side, no matter what side you're for, has people on it who are just like, they see things literally black and white. And like, mm. that's it. And so you, you can only do so much. But I do feel that like, I'm consistently reaching the right people with my tone. And the people I'm losing are, were people who weren't going to like me anyway. Do you pay attention to your Twitter ads like obsessively? Sometimes, you know, like, I really would like to work on that. You know, like, the the reason that... I, I really think I'm a big reason that the whole Trevor Noah thing... I think I'm the biggest catalyst for why it became a huge story. And that's, like, at, at one point I was like, oh, good. I'm glad people heard what I had to say. And then I was like, well, at the same time, it may have died down. And then, like, Bossip and Baller Alert and all those places put up all my my tweet rant right which is interesting because they never post anything about me they have no interest in me but i guess obviously they they want they would take any voice who felt what they felt right mm -hmm. and so i was a useful person to use at that time but anyways that was me being obsessed with twitter that was me being donald trump it was like a friday night at midnight and i was just on twitter like ranting right and it's like i do sometimes wish i would just back off of twitter a little bit because like it doesn't necessarily hurt my feelings anymore but it does bait me into like conversation that I'm like, why am I having this conversation? Can I just say I'm really surprised because um, I put up something uh, anti-Trump, uh, surprisingly. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe like a week ago. On? On Twitter. Yeah. And I was shocked that people who listen to this podcast, some of them have voted for Trump. I, I had no idea. I mean, it that the, it, it is a real thing. It just yeah. happens that the three of us here did not right. and feel very strongly about it as they might feel the but other But you're way. like, why do you listen to me? I know you're like, I don't understand yeah. how you would like my sensibility and and be surprised. Right. Listen, there are people who follow my Instagram. If I was to go up right now and just post a thing that was like, electors, please don't vote for Trump. Mm -hmm. And we were to sit here and just read the comments, the amount that would be like, do you know you're white? What is wrong with you? And it's just like, why do you follow me? Yeah. Well, do you think a lot of people just hate follow you? I guess. Yeah. Those ones apparently do. Yeah. But like, that's weird. I, I, I agree. It's weird. I get hate following. Okay. I have hate follows on Snapchat mm -hmm. in that there are people that I am like friendly with, but they annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> and I just like to like look at their snap and be like, what a douche. Are we talking about the same person? That's one example. <laughs> yeah. There are other ones. There are other ones of people like who I've mentioned to you guys yesterday that like I might follow because like, I just like I'm like, I want to see what they're up to. And then I'm just like, oh, but I don't <laughs> literally hate like every part of their soul. Right. I no. just find them like irritating. <laughs> yeah. I, I like funny. I, I don't follow that person by the way. I just get updates from you from you guys. <laughs> That's all you need. About that. Um I think you're missing out. Did you so And that person's like relatively harmless in the world <laughs> yeah. where I mean he's like totally I'd be best friends with him compared to what's out there. <laughs> Maybe he could be president. Yeah yeah. Know? He'd be um, an improvement. <laughs> uh did you find anyone at your Thanksgiving that was a, a Trump supporter? No. Yeah, neither did we, and I feel lucky in that in that way. We have a friend who uh, every every Thanksgiving he doesn't go with his family. His family doesn't live in this country, but he goes to the same family, the same routine as he's always done for the last uh, ten, twelve years. He did not go this year because there's a cousin who openly like endorsed Trump, endorsed Trump, and denounced our friend for being so you know anti Trump. Anti -Trump. And he wouldn't. He wouldn't go. He didn't show up because he was like, "I will not let up, and I will go after her well, and ruin this holiday." So we have. I have an aunt who I lived with, who I love and live with. My brother lived with her too. Who's not just pro Trump. She campaigned for Trump. Le legit, legit. 
I know it's shocking. It, me I, of all people, it, it's shocking. That is shocking. And you know, me and my dad have argued a lot because my dad at this point plans on never talking to her again. And I'm like, Dad, this is his sister. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm like, listen, there are certain things that. I, I you can be disgusted by and I could not want to be close with her as a result or at least right now but I can't write off someone who showed direct care for me during like the hardest times of my life mm-hmm. so that doesn't mean that I would then like side with them publicly or but I'm also not going to write them out of my life it's it's a very interesting balance we talked about this on our morning show a lot like we did, we did like Trump supporter Tuesday, where like Trump people would call up and we'd be like, "What the hell are you thinking?" And blah blah. We would do all these things and have these conversations. And I ultimately came to the conclusion that for me, I do think that family doesn't trump all. It's not about just being family. No pun intended. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not just about family. Right. It's about active family. I'm talking about like literally when I moved to New York and we're to 97. You will live in our house. We will feed you dinner every night. She lives in New York and she voted for Trump. She moved. They moved recently oh. uh, to North Carolina. But that's going. It's it's uh, why? I know. <laughs> tough one. Yeah. Didn't help. So, but that was you know. Uh, but no, no one at our at our actual Thanksgiving. My father-in-law, who's a Republican, mm-hmm. didn't vote for Trump. Yeah. You know, other family members who could potentially vote Republican. No one. No one voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. None. Well, all right. Well, I think we've exhausted the Trump stuff for now. But, for now. But uh, what are you doing on Christmas Day? Christmas Day? Uh, I'm doing – I'm celebrating Christmas this year. I know. So so I'm curious about how that whole transition, like, works because you, I imagine, grew up like us, Chinese food in a movie. Right. And because those are the things that are open. And yep, That's what Jews do. Yeah. yeah. And now you have a Christmas tree in your home? Yep. Do you have to go to Mass? No, <laughs> they. I, I don't know if my wife. I, don't, I think my wife's family is going to skip church. I don't think they're going to go to church. They are only celebrating Christmas. This is the first time they've celebrated in five years. Yeah, so it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, oh, because n- normally you guys travel too, right? Right. Yeah. And we're still traveling, but we're traveling the day after this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is a big step for them to um, have Christmas, right. which is nice because yeah. my wife lost her brother five years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after that, it was just like because he was the youngest. It was one of those things of like. It's too – he was the youngest one opening presents. He was the kid. Yeah. So Christmas just got, like, bad. Yeah. And the fact that this year they wanted to do it I think is great. Yep. I think it's also an indicator of them probably being, like, probably time to start getting these grandchildren having them come to Christmas. You know, like, <laughs> let's start new right, – right. start new things. So I'm very happy for them, and I'm excited about doing Christmas this year. I haven't done it um, with them in many years now, um, over five years. But Christmas Eve, we go to my parents' house. They have, like, a little kind of – Jewy party on Christmas Eve, right? And then, but her, and her parents are coming too. Nice. And then Christmas Day will be at with her family. I, I honestly don't really know what people do on Christmas Day. I know you have like a big Thanksgiving like dinner with like ham and turkey and dude. It sounds like a second Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of psyched about it. Did you how, how how did the the tree buying go? We've been doing the tree buying now for years. Oh. Um, I believe my wife likes to Snapchat it to like <laughs> show off to her friends like look how whipped I have my Jewish boyfriend <laughs> husband. Like, look at him. He's carrying my tree. He's like a little bitch. Like, yeah, Is that do what it. she says? Like, yeah, like when she's walking behind me and she's like, get the fucking tree, Jew boy. Get the tree. Put that tree up. How you like that fucking tree? No, I. That's she, a great tr- Christmas tradition. Yeah. No, it's really nice. It sounds like you guys have a really healthy relationship. It's I'm really very happy it's, for you. It's really, Can't wait for the housewarming. It's really nice. No, but I, I said that to her because she loved the Snapchat of me carrying the tree. I think yeah. she just thinks it's funny seeing me carry anything physical. Like, did, doing anything physical. Did mm. you get any sap on your jacket or anything? I did oh, not. Oh. I did not, but I did have concerns about it. You sure? Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I, I love having, dude. Sorry, Jews. Christmas tree is awesome. Lit, like they're lit, literally. <laughs> what they're about great. our Hanukkah bush? <laughs> no such thing. Do you have a? Um, do you have an elf on the shelf? 
Wow, you guys still have Kanye on your wall. No, I know. I, I thought about that today. I was like, I, we need to take that down. It says Trump defeats Kanye, too. It's, it's insane. It's a New Yorker cover. So, of course, we have it up. We, you guys want to replace that? You want to replace that with the Peter Rosenberg New Yorker? That's what you should do. Yes. I, you know, I, I, cover. I, I we told that, about story. that story like so many times. Oh, I told, thank you. Yeah. Oh, the I, one of that, Owen Wilson? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's a made story. Right. I still haven't run into him. So, you're confident if I run into Owen Wilson this, to this day? If you're confident, if I tell him who I am, he'll remember. Yeah, it wouldn't be if like you've read a full. If you read a full New Yorker feature on someone, right. yeah. Once you get jogged on it, you have to remember. Well, yeah, well, it's that's a life changing. He experience. wouldn't come up to you and be like, "Hey, you're Peter Rosenberg." But no, no, no. Like, no but hey, if I'm we bumped Peter into Rosenberg. each other and I said, "Hey, funny story," right? Remember the New Yorker feature about the Jewish DJ? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. That's then he'd me. be like, "Oh right, you were in the New Yorker and you're a DJ and you're." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yup." And he's like, "All right." And I'm like, "Okay, well." <laughs> So see, you should keep going like gets along with his parents you right, know? Right. well see you later because that was his biggest takeaway from it like, yeah when we sat down with him and for those who don't know because we haven't told this story a lot uh we sat down at this club called no name out in california in la and owen wilson comes and sits down next to us and he was like what do you guys do and we say we're hip-hop sketch comedians he's like hip-hop oh my god that's gosh. fascinating he's like I, I was just reading this this long piece seven or eight pages in the new yorker about this dj in new york uh Peter Rosenberg, do you know him? And he asked us, "Do you know him?" And we're like, "Yes." yes. We're like, "We went to his wedding." We know, like, he lives across really the street. Well. We know him. How is this the first thing you're asking That's us? That's so weird. It was it so is. crazy. He was just reading that. I know. It's funny that that the, the way New York people read New Yorker is it still hits people now. Yeah, I still get rub off of it right now. They'll be like. Someone will just come across it because New Yorkers such a crazy law magazine. People stack it, and they're literally two or three years behind, and they just read when they get to stuff. I think the next best thing you could do is be in a New Yorker cartoon. That would be beyond. <laughs> that would be next. I don't know if I could. Well, that would be so much better to frame and put up. Sure, you'd have to be like stuck on an island though. <laughs> like right or now, like, my, my, it's like psychiatrist's office. My wife, my wife framed that issue uh -huh. um, for me. And it's dope, but like the but cover, has nothing, do, it. It has nothing to do with it. Right? Yeah. So it's nice. What, what, like, is, what is the cover? It was, um, it was an elephant sitting inside like a coffee shop, <laughs> and some. Uh, it's funny. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, right. it's a relatively obvious. I don't remember the joke right now, but it's actually a relatively obvious cover. Yeah. It uh, it wasn't like concern. the skyline or something like that. No, it was yeah. a, it was it was a statement on something, and it wasn't that hard to figure out. It could have been I like can't remember. there was one recently where they had a uh, a guy waiting on a subway platform for the train, and then like a rat, you know, dressed up in a suit waiting for it. And it could have been that, right? Could like something that. very easy, <laughs> not too hard. What about uh, Christmas shopping? Have you done all your Christmas shopping? We don't, we don't really do Christmas shop. That we don't really do. Sorry, Hanukkah shopping. <laughs> have you? Done we do lots of Hanukkah shopping. <laughs> no, we don't really do gifts. We, that was like the one thing we, we like once we stopped Christmas we all really enjoyed the no gifts mm -hmm. so it's freeing yeah we're just like we continue with no gifts like yeah. maybe my niece and nephew when we go down there we'll bring them something I would hope so but they're, like they're yeah. kids they're kids they like gifts yeah like I'll see them on I guess we're gonna see them on a night of Hanukkah so yeah I'll probably bring them something but that's it and I, I have a gift for Nick like I have some my, my brother I have something that like I got for free but then he'll watch <laughs> so that's as far as I go does he know it's coming no Oh, he'll be psyched too. It's mm -hmm. fucking sweet. Expired to this caviar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's very freeing not doing gifts. It's there's no point. Do you well? Do you have a secret Santa thing at work? We did this year. Yeah. And who was your secret Santa? I I can't remember. I Meaning I didn't <laughs> give them a gift. Oh really? Yeah. No, I failed. I failed. I think it was Juanito. And there's, you you had one job. 
and I and I and I, <laughs> you I think it, it was one. Yeah. You know? I looked at the paper and I was like, "All right, well, easy enough. I'll remember this." And I just left it there, and then I forgot who it was. That's terrible. And I, I'm pretty sure it's Juanito. And you I, see them every morning. <laughs> and I took Juanito to the Cowboys game a couple weeks ago. Oh, so you think that that's the gift? No, no, I know that's. The gift. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving you anything else. And by the way, I didn't even pay for those tickets, but. <laughs> I would rather not go to a game with a Cowboys fan, and I took him just because. How was that experience? Boring. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about going to games of teams that you have no interest in in the freezing cold. Right, right. Not good. I don't get it. Like, I, I, I would go to a baseball game to go sit in a random stadium and just, like, what? relax. That's the longest thing ever. Yeah, but if it's, if it's nice out and you're in San Francisco and you're like, oh, it's Giants-Dodgers, but I'll drink a beer and I'll sit outside. Look at the skyline. That's yeah. nice. Right, yeah. A football game, a nighttime 20 degree people are screaming <laughs> it's hard to get in and out of the stadium you yeah. park 10 minutes away like it was just like i was like this sucks <laughs> like i don't i barely like going to redskins games. i really prefer football on tv well it's thank god you didn't get the uh season tickets for the redskins though. yeah i would have been unhappy how'd ultimately. you how'd you enjoy the ufc experience at the garden i like the, i like going, i like going to ufc i mean people are a little <laughs> there are some extra people there yeah some, um, some drunk rednecks? Not rednecks, but like more Eric. like... Uh, Sorry, yeah. Long Islanders? <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least take your offensive word and make it accurate for the area in which you live. Yeah, um, yeah there are some Long Islanders who get like pretty geared up. And there were some drunken Irishmen who were... And I don't mean that as like a slur. I mean right. very literally. Yes. Well, Irish people who were there and Con- wasted and Conor, rooting for Conor, Conor McGregor. McGregor is... Yes. Irish. So Irish people descent. were like, there were guys in our suite who somehow got in. They knew someone and were in the suite. Hip hop Mike, <laughs> and and they were like freaking. I mean, like, and I got. I was like, man. I looked at them. I was like, after the fight, I was like, the only thing I could relate to, the way that they were acting, mm-hmm. would be like legitimately if the U.S. played in the World Cup final. Or like, if there was, was a Jew. Well, and, no. Yeah. The, the, well, how about? Did you get when Goldberg became a star or a superstar? Yeah, or? but I wasn't into wrestling then. What? I was out of wrestling at this Is, point. That's, that's, that's your entry point right there. I that's know. That's come back. They, they were asking for you. Yeah, I know. And, well, I cared who Goldberg was, and like I knew all about him, and uh-huh. I met him actually randomly. I met him in Miami at that time. And you were like, I don't care. I was just like, whoa, that's that dude Goldberg. Hard He's to a miss. Jewish wrestler. I mean- <laughs> but like, I wasn't watching at the time, which is shameful because it was the best time ever in wrestling. But I was in college and like not in wrestling. <laughs> It's a known fact. My wrestling wrestling fans know this about me that I, I checked out for a while. Yeah, we we wrestling fans. <laughs> yeah, you you understand. You don't hold it against me, right? Uh, I don't know. No, but w- so there were there were no were there Jewish characters before Goldberg? I characters. Mean, if you count, if sorry. You count, if you count IRS, Erwin R. Scheister as a Jewish character. I'm sorry, what? Erwin R. Scheister. His last name was Scheister. The characters was, and he was a tax attorney. Wow. They just and he was Jewish. I mean, no, they never said he was Jewish, but he could be. The only one <laughs> yeah, you knew was Jewish. The only one you know was Jewish was Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz, and all he did was lose. But that's uh, Action Bronson like had a song about him. Yeah, and he and he and I I recently got a shirt of his, which is so fucking rare, it's insane. And I this dude sent me my my boy Jeremy from Anne Still in L.A. sent me this amazing shirt, and the shirt has a Jewish star in it. Oh, really? It was an official WWF Wait, shirt. Is it a big yellow star? Is it on the front? <laughs> it's and it Jude? covers his yeah. face, and it says, "And there's a wanted thing around." Yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it just has, but it, uh, it does. Part of the design is a Jewish star. Oh, let's talk about another sellout, Jared Kushner. 
I mean, is Trump's that even, son-in-law? Are you even a sellout if you're just like an evil person? Yeah, like he's just, he's an evil person. I think you're just evil. That's that, just what you do. Yeah, call him out. <laughs> but like, how do you call? I mean, I guess I. Yeah, you know, you're right. I, 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 I should. I, I don't know enough about him. I just know he's a really bad guy. Just terrible. Again, he metal did, chair. Um, when I uh, had just gotten out of college and I was looking for an internship anywhere, mm-hmm. he responded to my email. Oh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, you, email him back now. <laughs> yeah. Be like, hey, dude, thanks I, for responding. Dudes also, like that always have the same email address. I'm sure he does. Yeah. He has the same. Oh, you mean that he didn't change it? I thought yeah. that everybody has one email address. <laughs> He's just one dude. Evil at AOL.com. <laughs> um, how bad is he? Uh, I think he's very bad. I think he I think he's, will sell out any other Jew. Uh, I, I don't think he shares again, the values and morals that we all do. I think but that's but big, once that's again, he thinks that everybody he's doing good because he's doing good for Israel, he thinks. Right. Which that's is a, that's which another is, issue. Which is, is to say, is and by the way, I don't know much about Israel. I just do know that uh, a stance where it's like Jews over everybody, like that seems like a bad stance. They yep. just uh, they just uh, nominate or they're yeah. going to nominate a a guy that is further right than Netanyahu for, for ambassador. He's for he's for Jewish settlements in the West Bank. Oh, it, it, they're, they're, it's bad. It's, they, they want. There's some people in this world. There's some people. There's some Jews in this world who will not be happy until people are trying to exterminate Jews again. Right? Name like em. they're like, Name I want to get. About it. <laughs> I want to get people to hate us. Like we're gonna attack people and do really bad stuff to be. It's so crazy. Like, meanwhile, we all know that Jews lose all the time. Just ask Barry Horowitz. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Wait, did Goldberg ever become like a, the champion? Did yeah. He, oh, okay. Oh, well, he barely lost. Oh, okay. yeah. Sorry, I mean, guys. He's literally arguably. The Goldberg best is Jewish ar- wrestler. No, that's not arguable. <laughs> Goldberg is literally probably the most winning. His his percentage of times that his character won versus lost. Yeah, he may have the highest winning percentage ever in wrestling ever. Really? Yeah, he's lost like he lost like fifty times in his entire like hundreds of matches. Yeah, he never lost. So it's actually kind of cool when he just came back. Now he came back. He came back again. Yeah, he just recently came back. Isn't he old? Mm-hmm. Oh. 49. Oh. He came back and he beat Brock Lesnar, the huge, strong Aryan. <laughs> and Brock destroyed I mean, Goldberg destroyed him in like two minutes. Do you remember where you were? Wait, was Trump during those years when you didn't watch wrestling? What do you mean? When um, Trump when he was, was on, on WWE. No, I was back. He was like, oh, my, back. kiss my ass and whatever. Yeah, when he did all the, all the storylines for Trump I was around for. Oh, there were many storylines? Uh, Like one... Re- one real storyline okay. where that led to WrestleMania. They had a hair versus hair match, and he had someone representing him, and he was the good guy. Trump was the good guy. Good hair. With Bobby Lashley, and Vince was the bad guy with bad this hair. guy, Umaga, rest <laughs> in peace. And they they had this match, and uh, yeah, Trump was a part of that, and it was terrible. Well, and I, 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 I sat directly behind him at WrestleMania. Could you see over his hair? I have... I. <laughs> I, I've been meaning to go through my computer. I have to find the picture. I took a picture. I have a picture of his hair from one inch away, literally sitting right behind him. It was crazy. You creep. I put it up oh, on yeah. put it up on January twentieth. I that's the date. Right? Yeah, that's I'll, the date. I'll go find it and celebrate with him like that. <laughs> literally though, no, no. But I sat literally in the exact chair behind him. Crazy. One like one foot in front of me for an hour and a half. Would you kill uh, Hitler if you had the chance? <laughs> Believe me, I've had this conversation many times. Like, think about it. Like, I, I, literally, that thought crossed my mind. Is like, I was sitting right behind him. I could have like ch- choked him. No, no, no. Right. We're talking about something hypothetical. Yeah. We are right. not. We are right. not uh, talking. About I would actually. Secret Service, who are listening to this, Peter Rosenberg's not going to kill. 
not gonna do that. He's not gonna go back in time and do anything terrible. This is hypothetical. Do you guys, do you guys think I should go feed my meter? Yes, go yes. feed the meter. Shout out to feed the meter. <laughs> Hip hop, my. You guys gonna keep talking? Or are you gonna pause? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 we're gonna, gonna, we're gonna be here. Oh, yeah. keep going. Yeah, what, it's what, just what, me and Eric talking here. <laughs> hey, Eric, how was your week? Where'd Peter go? <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. All right, bye. Why did you drive up here? Because I drive uh, to work every day. I know, but you could have driven to your... Yeah, you don't, you don't get it. You don't drive. <laughs> you don't drive anymore. You don't understand. Yes, if, driving in New York City is such a, you know, the, the, the breeze in your hair. <laughs> no, there's just a different... Once you're in the car mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm driving uptown, yeah. mm-hmm. do I want to get off, park in my garage, go get out and take the train up to you guys, or I just want to keep driving for an extra 30 seconds and... Run down to the meter and just like one, you know. and I, I'll, I mean, I have one trip down to the meter is still easier <laughs> than that would have been. And then when I leave, mm-hmm. I get to just drive home and pull into my garage and be in my apartment. Just say you hate people, <laughs> but I do take the subway a little bit. It's not about hatred of people. No, it's you don't want to be recognized and deal with yeah. all. Yeah, the it's all the fanfare. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember fanfare. I took the subway with you years ago to like SOBs and you were nervous. <laughs> well, I was hot back then. <laughs> <laughs> what do you listen to in the car? High 97, all times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, wait, is it just the morning show on repeat? <laughs> I listen to the SoundCloud of that day's morning show. Right. Uh, it depends, like you know? a musician after his gig just like going over just, it. Yeah, like I, just, I don't listen to other stuff. I just listen to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To hear what I'm doing. Um, it's a mix. all the other people. It's a mix of... Um, whoa. What happened? Family drama. Oh. I'm sorry, I can't repeat it. Yeah, it's no problem. It's 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 interesting though. No, oh. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Keep it. From do you guys people. enjoy? Do you guys enjoy good? Like I, I think the fact of the matter is, people love mm-hmm. love family gossip. It's like the best. Uh, people outside the family. No, people within the family. Oh, people within. Like, the you family. love yeah. getting to talk to your mom. About something that your yes. aunt did. Well, like they're like the. I mean, the, I mean the close family gossip. Not really. No, no. We enjoy like the further from the family gossip. Oh, so you have some like l- further reaching. Oh, we got some cousins. We, we don't have like great gossip. It's more just like judging, ro- roasting them. Yeah, yeah. Judging. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, fine. Not gossip. Just straight roasting for no reason. Yeah, yeah. it's like get in the car and just kill them. <laughs> right, right, right. That's a different thing altogether. <laughs> and like, don't get me wrong. I sort of feel bad about it in some sense too. But at the same time. It's so enjoyable. <laughs> right. It's just, it's just hard. Shout out to holidays and <laughs> yeah. This is why, and this, by the way, this is why it's such a good time because you know here we are, the time of year where you get to get together with people and do all of this and set up for next year's. Right, leave it all in 2016. Yeah, right? to get next year cracking. Uh, talking about the morning show. Back to the morning show. Um, the one that Peter's on. Yeah, the one that Peter. You're in the morning show. Uh, Eber in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, it still six to ten? Yeah, every day. <laughs> That's a bummer. Um, Why? Why is that a bummer? 6 a.m. Early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So who? what guest has been the latest? What do you mean? Oh, latest to ever make it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like your weird way of asking who our last guest was. <laughs> who was your last? <laughs> who, 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 what guest was the latest guest that you yeah. had on your radio program? Or, yeah. or which one just passed? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's dark. Yeah. I would say... I would say that the latest guest of all time. Do you mean when it comes to like consistency of lateness, or no. do you mean like actual latest time? Like, like someone kept you waiting for three hours. 
<laughs> it's hard to say because now we don't wait for people. So now the most you people guys have get changed. If, if, if once oh. it gets like a half hour, unless you're like you a text plus, the rep and you just say yeah, no, don't don't bother. Yep. Half an hour. That's pretty quick. Yeah, they get like a half hour now. Wow. We'll just be like none of us do it. With with Ebro and I both having other jobs. Yeah. I'm glad that him and I are now we're on the same page. It's like if it's someone we fucking love. Like last week, Pharrell came in. If Pharrell was a half hour late, we'd probably wait. Well, how generous to wait for a half hour for Pharrell? Pharrell's or, also like larger than life, right? So. Yeah. Maybe we'd give Pharrell an hour, right? But if they were like, if you're like, he's gonna be here at three, we'd be like, all right, well, bring him <laughs> by next time. Yeah, and I, I really do think it's important to have that to a certain degree. Like mm. that's that is the thing that, especially now, it's this sounds silly, but. We live in this place where there's such an abundance of outlets to go to. Right. Well, go to them. And that's you, you can totally go to them. Mm-hmm. But if you want to come to this one, which we know reaches a lot of people, then you need to be here when you need to be here. And we're not going to sit here and wait for you all day. How excited are you about the remodel at... Uh... Very excited. <laughs> it's like, Very excited. It's like you live in a modern place now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, well, it'll be really big. Hopefully next year is when they're going to redo the studio. I wish... It's kind of oh. crazy that hasn't been done. So they're just doing like... The... They did the rug. They did the carpets in the Ooh, studio. Well. But how nice is the carpet? <laughs> it looks much better. <laughs> but the studio is still like, they need to rebuild the count. They need to redo the whole thing. Oh, yeah. So that's going to cost a lot of money and take more time. You're so. going to get those like arms out of the way and everything? I'm is, guessing yeah. so. There, there are these new ones. Now people have the ones where like the counter goes up and down. Oh, so if you want to have a standing counter, you can. Everyone can stand. You can have a sitting counter. Like, whoa. Yeah, there's a lot of Can new... you stagger it? So it's like some people are standing, some people are sitting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but um, So that'll be exciting. But th- I got to tell you, just the new carpet and stuff is nice. Does it, it smell um, nicer in there? Sure. And we, uh, <laughs> speaking of which, the, the bathroom's almost done. Oh, and that'll be great. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's I only see. a matter of time until Flex starts shaving and using just for men in the bathroom. Again. Is that what he does? That I don't want to sit here and spread rumors on your podcast. See, these are family. Yeah, these are the rumors that I like. But Flex, we all know Flex. If you hear this, we know when we come in in the morning and we see disgusting things in the sink, we know who's there at night. We know who's there at night dropping bombs in the bathroom. Uh, Not in the sense you think, but just like shaving. Right. Oh, I thought it was like a pun. No, well, it was, but it was failed. You know, it's like that too, but not like what you'd think. I'm not saying it smells bad the doesn't, next day. Doesn't Flex work but, out of a different studio anyway? Sometimes, like when if he has only guests. when fifty comes. <laughs> yes, only when guests are there. If he has guests at night, he's in another studio. If he most nights though, he's just there. When was the last time you guys had fifty on in studio for the morning show? Well, we have to go do it at that other studio. Right. So it was like two years ago. We had one where it was pretty good. We had it, a pretty good one. Is he the only one who's relegated to... At this point, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Jones now... He, Jones used to be on that list. He's not. So I think it is just... I think it's just 50. He has a, a private studio. That's so dope. What an honor. This is 50. <laughs> yeah, we literally just have a studio basically for him. So, um, But it just became Flex's nighttime studio anyway. Right. Um, and it's a weekend studio because mm-hmm. you can't really get guests up on the weekend. So like... So, Okay, so carpets is one thing, and bathrooms, that's a big thing, too. Big. Um, big talk. But what are you going to do about, like, all the stuff that you guys have hanging on your walls? Like, Obi Trice and You've different... Gotta, why are you you're coming for Obi Trice now? I, is this what you want? Eric, I love, don't you want to go to Detroit? I love Obi Trice. You ain't saving the D. I love Obi Trice's first album. I thought it was fun. I liked uh, what he did, but I, it doesn't deserve a, a, a spot plaque. in the. That is Ebro. Behind you, and that's a spot that Ebro needs to have a conversation about about what should be. Yeah, your on studio the wall. sort of looks like Applebee's. <laughs> Just yeah, like Applebee's all, is upgraded yeah, by the all way. like the local awards. 
By the way, that's so that's so true. It <laughs> yeah. literally so is Applebee's. Uh, do you think we should go with the Breakfast Club style? Maybe do like just all of our source, all of our source placement plaques, well, no. and then bottles of alcohol to show how much we drink. <laughs> their their stuff is sort of like hoarderish. <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. just like uh, let's. I don't know. We got counter space. Let's, let's just, just throw put it up something there. back here. Yeah. Um, At least we have an excuse here. We live here. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have a lot of. It's not very hoardery in here. No, no, no. No, we just have a bunch of cereal boxes from wrappers. <laughs> yeah, but that makes sense. It's mac and cheese. That's right. Yeah. So uh, mac and cheese not in stores uh, still. But that that studio that you guys film in in the way back, right, with the Obi Trice and and what else is up there? Usher, right? Um, oh, J Cole, right? J Cole quote or whatever. Yeah, quote right. right. From Mr. Nice Watch or something. Are you yeah. just? Are you just? Yeah, exactly. Are you just used to it at this point? It's just like, all right, let's just. Yeah, I don't want to be in that room though. I, I, I wish I want. It's also get... very uncomfortable that you're, you and Laura are pinned against that it's... like awkward angle wall. It's a. T- it's. I, yeah. It's. It's. It's not. I don't like. It's a hard thing to shoot. Like morning show interviews mm-hmm. with camera people. Mm-hmm. This is unfortunate because I want all my camera people to keep jobs. Right. I don't think it's the way to do it though. They, unfortunately, the way to do it is you probably want to automate it. It's it's automated. Oh, and the the better thing to do is what I, I guess what you're doing now is better than sitting on a couch the way you guys used to do it. That looked a, terrible. Yeah, too. yeah, it, it didn't feel natural. Right. Well, how many people? What's the most? But even the Breakfast Club videos, for example, are a stretch. Like Charlemagne's like in the corner, and they have to like come around and like they back. Like it's a weird. But Eric was good. saying it looks better on Revolt. Well, I, so they have those automated cameras on Revolt where it's just like yeah. Each how do you person, see Revolt? Uh, same way I suppose you do see the Blaze. Blaze Network? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, there they, uh, they, but they can't use those things for their video? I don't think you can use that for, for YouTube. I think they have that separate intern there to just, you know, yeah, do, that. do that awkward and angle. And so, like, that's why, like, you never see Angela's face. You just see, like, the side of her head. Right. right. Well, that's yeah. the thing, because radio studios are a hard... If they're not set up, designed for it, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of annoying. I mean, we had, we had uh, two, three cameramen here, mm-hmm. um, and it worked. Yeah, um, one one did, you know, just sort of sit on that shelf like on a on an, an arm. actual camera. And yeah. then you had two people who had tripods and whatever. Yeah. yeah. You, you make it work, of well, course. Well, but this yeah. room, th- this this setup's easier because you only have three people and a very small table. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's once you start getting into a big table and tons of microphones. Well, yeah, so we've had uh like seven people on mic. <laughs> yeah. Which was a, ni- a nightmare. Who, who was that episode? Uh, that, that was uh, the year-end wrap-up when we had um uh, uh, Diani came in and Jason Rodriguez and Combat Jack and Jeff Sledge and Naomi Zeichner Naomi Zeichner from Fader and then, and then we all just talked about they had this thing that they, they, that, that they did for uh, Al Lindstrom years ago through yes, Complex yes, I right? Remember, right. where it was like all sports related MVP coach of the year uh, comeback um, of the year comeback of the year letdown of the year letdown's not a you know thing neither is verse of the year by the way uh, my verse of the year you can tell yours in a second okay my verse of the year was two chains on champions just because i love the energy i thought he sounded incredible and yeah, it was it stole that whole song and you're obsessed with that verse. i am i still am obsessed with that verse right. and i thought that it was the greatest and clark kent uh was texting me all day telling me why i was wrong and named about 50 different verses throughout the year he was just like he's like any bar from views the song by drake he's like what any any uh he's like uh drug dealers anonymous he was like you can't top push you can't top j like all this stuff he's like 
I got the keys. The whole thing. Naming like a million. He's like, J. Cole. I was like, J. Cole wasn't out at the time. He called me and then had me on the phone for a good. It was 10 minutes of Eric like walking around on speakerphone. And then I started filming him because I just <laughs> got really annoyed. But and by the way, we love Clark and appreciate where he's coming from. I don't even know this about Clark Kent. He tends to think he's right about things. Uh, what? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I know. Yeah. This is very. It's a Brooklyn. <laughs> it's weird that a Brooklyn dude is that way. I mean, you feel the same way though. About or you act the same way, rather. I don't. Not about stuff like. See, it's weird. I would never. Uh, I, by the way, I like that. That's a more normal thing to be expressive about <laughs> than the things I choose to be expressive about. But no, I don't like get like very bent out of shape about like. Uh, people's opinions on music it, it's more like political stuff that I get like my brain can't like wrap my head around it right I, I, the other stuff I can just write off to like it has to be more black and white like and statistical to me that I'm like no 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 that, how can you see that's wrong you are patently that's patently false mm-hmm. like I get mad right now when people say Dak Prescott or Ezekiel Elliott should be MVP right and I'm like well if you're saying two of people on the same team should be MVP that means neither should be MVP (laughs) you don't understand what MVP means it should be someone who's on a team and they are clearly the reason the team is good right you're voting for more valuable player yeah you're you're saying less valuable you're like there are these two guys who combined a really good it's like no no no, that's not how the award most valuable tandem would be different yeah well how about when Hall of Fame comes up and it's just like well do you honor longevity like Craig Biggio or do you go for strictly you know um that Mike Piazza was like the greatest Eric, statistical. football not baseball <laughs> yeah. sorry I'm it's just the saying. baseball hall of fame so I'm sleeping anyway <laughs> and I'm thinking do you guys do everything in your power to make people not care about your sport <laughs> by like ruling out anyone who did drugs and just really taking out all of like I right. how, does, how does K feel about that K feels that it's totally hypocritical that the the, is, the rules is that they make he's buddy buddy with uh, with a rod. No, no, because he thinks it's he thinks that them drawing these moral lines don't make sense. Like, how can you draw a line for one person's moral thing here, right. but then not like, say that mantles right. alcoholism? But Ty Cobb's yeah. a racist. Like, yeah, right. I mean, exactly. what, what, like, all these things. Why can't Lil Uzi Vert be in the Baseball <laughs> Hall of Fame just because he did drugs? <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. By the way, I am it's a brave stance. I am. Well, let's 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 spend a moment. Yes. Uh-oh. On does he have your why of the year? people <laughs> on why people literally treat Yachty. Yachty has become this polarizing when you talk about how you hate everything in hip hop today right. you have to say little Yachty well that's because every well, year or so there's somebody who comes up and is just like oh my god Trinidad James like this is the low point right. and then the next year is like oh my god I can't believe that this person has a hit well do you think maybe it has anything to do with Zero? your co-host <laughs> yeah oh that, he didn't help he didn't help and 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 the stuff that and, and also I mean Yachty didn't help by being like, I don't really listen to Biggie, or right. whatever he said. Or he's not that great. And so, now he's fighting with Flex. <laughs> well, Flex has been like going at him over and over again. Yachty's responses are actually all pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my God. I'm, I'm not, on Team Yachty. I'm not trying to be a rapper. I'm just what I am. Yeah. I'm doing really well. Why don't I'm you making, support me? Yeah, make money. Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to be a big MC, but whatever. Right. Yeah. I'll try because right. I love hip hop. But yeah. like, So I just don't get why, like, Yo, people, when I posted, I post a lot of stuff about Yachty now to sort of like get people mad because yeah. I think it's so wrong. Mm-hmm. And so like I posted a picture of, you know, his Nautica campaign and people yeah. are just like, this is everything that's wrong with hip hop. And I'm like, wait, 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 that a 19 year old, 18 year old kid was able to get a totally a brand that makes perfect sense. Right. To want to spend money with him. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's helping bring them back to prominence. Right. And there I was like, you don't have to like his music. What's wrong? That's not bad. First of all, hip hop has always had so many different elements to it. 
Like the reason I was upset about Nicki Minaj making that song at that time was that I thought for her it made no sense. And I was like, we shouldn't want our best rappers to make pop songs and have that labeled what rap music is because now you're changing the the entire genre is changing you're going to be like oh that's rap that's Nicki Minaj and it's like no 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 whereas Yachty no one considers Yachty rap this is how he came out he came out as a uh, blah 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 for one night that's who he is so who was ever like yo I thought you were an MC son <laughs> like Nate Dogg wasn't an MC right I, I just don't get it why is this the person that you're like I must fight against little Yachty. I love that Yachty on like on mix. I've said this a million times, but on mixtapes by Chance the Rapper, he sounds fucking great. Like when yeah. he jumps on the song, you know exactly who he is. He takes over features. He his tone. His he has his own style. Is he mm-hmm. saying anything iconic? No. But is he talented? Does he have a cool voice? And does he have a? And is he like not negative and nasty? And like yeah, like he's actually not. He's not the person you like. Definitely don't want your kids to hear. Like right. he doesn't say terrible shit. Right. Um. So I just I just think it's funny that people like old man rap has decided like little Yachty is the worst thing in the world. It's just <laughs> so funny to me. I uh, first of all I love his mixtape. I haven't really sat with it. Oh, it's really good. Uh. And by the way, when you say that uh, sing-songy Lil Yachty, that that's uh, that that's actually Lil Boat. Lil Boat is the R&B character. Facts, my bad. Yeah. So, um, what's Lil Yachty? He raps. Lil Yachty is the rapper. Oh, <laughs> uh, he raps, and Boat and Boat is Boat the, is the singer. My bad. But yeah, I like both of them. Mm-hmm. Do you consider <laughs> Drum to be a rapper or a singer? Uh, an, a hybrid. Do you consider Kid Cudi to be a, a rapper or a singer? Again, hybrid. But does any of this matter? That's <laughs> the thing. It's all like iTunes things. And so it's like when you see Lil Yachty next to, you know, like uh, <laughs> Big Daddy Kane. Right. Well, yeah. It's just like, what right, the right. Fuck? Well, well that, that's where I guess it gets hard for people. So we had we had Flatbush up here, right? And those guys were like, what category are we in? They're just like, I don't, we don't give a fuck. That's what they said. And we're like, oh, go petition iTunes to say that you are, I don't give a fuck. And why not? Yeah. And those guys just love being well, whatever got, they are. People got mad at me also because I was like, on, uh, I was like, hip hop's in such a great space. This childish Gambino album. And they were like, it's not hip hop. It's funk. It's not even hip hop at all. Why are you saying it's hip hop? Stop trying to put it in that category. I was like, yeah, put it in a different category. <laughs> okay, put it in another one. I was like, all I know is Childish Gambino is of hip hop culture. Mm-hmm. He's of the hip hop culture. Right. He's a rapper. Right. Mm-hmm. He made it. He has a TV show about hip hop. Right. right. And this is his album. Right. And the music is all over the place, and it's really great. And, and uh, whatever you want to call it, funk, soul, R and B. Yeah. I don't care. He doesn't rap on it. You're right. I still play it on real eight. So like I'm just I just consider it songs that I play. By the way, if I was him, I would just be like, Oh, George Clinton just picked me up. Cool. That's like Dude, that's uh, fine. I can go like forget what anyone else Let's says. just be let's just be clear. Childish Gambino has now accomplished things no one else ever has. This the fact that he has that he's one of the biggest artists in the game and has not just like I have a I produced a show. Mm-hmm. No, like he utterly created, wrote produced and starred in one of the most critically acclaimed shows on television while he's on top of the game or near the top of well, the game I, whatever i would say that the, the, the tv show actually like put him atop the game I yeah yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. it elevated him to a different TV level show he, i don't think he gets the album I, I would agree um what do you mean he gets the album I think that I don't the, think the album hits like it does without that TV show. I think yeah. that like he oh, has, it gives him it, it makes people respect his sensibility more. Yes, hundred yes. okay. percent. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. as a fan, I expected him to go someplace weird, and I would have taken the journey no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I can see how for other people the show helps. He, remember how much hate he got for his rap, and the people were like, oh, and you know, people can feel however they feel, whatever. But people, there were a lot of people out there who didn't like his rap albums for whatever reason, because he's a comedian, because he's you know doing like because he was nerdy, and yeah, the people who wrote those things doing sketch shows are nerdy and wanted to be because he does everything those people dream of doing, so they hate him. But yes. but yeah, and, and by the way, the three of us get all that hate too, like a similar type of hate in terms of like, oh, we're doing something and we've put our you know ourselves out there and tried something and people are like oh fuck you and it's like oh right, right. it sucks yeah. you don't ever do this it's just right. contrived it sucks and he got the same thing but back yeah. to him he... not that anything we've ever done is anything no. close to what he's done but no yeah. not at all. Right. no but, but he, he gets his tv except show for on your there, hair Eric, and it's which is, I, honestly your hair is the only thing that is on a level <laughs> in terms of like doing something that's never been done thank you peter before thank you. your hair is the atlanta of hair <laughs> I'm going to. I, can you leave a review and say that? <laughs> yeah, five star review. Or well, I mean, I don't want to put five stars Just, on you. Do you like, ever? You, how do you feel? Kroger. How do you feel about Eric's hair? Are you jealous? Oh my god, Peter's or, trying to divide. <laughs> are you no? Are you jealous or like happy that you don't have to like think about your hair at all? Wow, because like so you're his saying hair that I don't a, like it's a thing. It is a thing. Um, <laughs> no, like not, you like, have like the most regular white boy hair of meanwhile, all time. Yes. Me- meanwhile, Peter and Nick Rosenberg have yeah, similar wait, you hair. Have, like you know, I like you, no, 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 I'm no, saying no. you guys don't have to like fight over. No, like, no, we oh, have no hair to think about. No <laughs> hair yeah. to think about. Um, I feel like your hair is easier to manage. Than, than mine. Well, yours is pretty. Let's not. Let's calm down here. Yours is pretty easy to manage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it's you're only like, one level. Yeah, like you have hair and I don't. But yeah. like you're not doing. There's nothing you can do with yours. You couldn't even brush it. Like no, um, if you tried to brush yours to the side, it, like it wouldn't go. Like, it's going straight. I can't believe I'm being shamed for having hair. <laughs> Like, <laughs> y- y- Jeff's hair is like if there was like a white guy. Are you doing Jeff co- Comedy Jam about my Yo, hair? Yo, white boy's hair be like. <laughs> no, if they sold like white guy costumes at CVS, mm-hmm. your hair would be like the thing you just plop on your head. Like yes. if a black dude put that on his head, it would look like I have white guy costume. hair. Costume, yeah, sure. <laughs> but Eric's hair is a whole different thing. Yeah. Are you glad you don't have it or would you like it? Uh, I'm okay not having it, and I'll tell you why. Please. Because <laughs> Eric has to... So Eric and I went to Chipotle, for instance. We went back. Shout out to us. Yeah, we... Yeah. Uh, you know what, very, by the way? It was took... very brave to go back to Chipotle, and we By the way, I want to t- tell you something. Yeah. yeah. Alexa and I support Chipotle. <laughs> we took us... We're back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're, we're in the same boat. This is, this is recent, though, right? Uh, I mean... We, we, we went... No, we barely stopped. Oh. We bare. We were like, <laughs> what are the odds? I love Chipotle. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't care that New Yorkers like eh, Chipotle. I'm like, yeah, I love Chipotle. It's really filling. It's pretty cheap, and I love the guacamole. And Leave they, me alone. They, they barely kill anybody. And they yeah. barely kill anyone. <laughs> barely. Statistically, it's name just, name more know. than one person that died. <laughs> right. Well, all right. So you guys went back to Chipotle. Yeah, we went to Chipotle, and like uh, this woman who was making, who was uh, the artisan behind Eric's burrito, <laughs> um, she she was rolling it, and she was like, oh, what kind of meat do you want? By the way, I love your hair. And Eric's like, oh, thank you. And so that whole like having to have a conversation, like more than just you know, yes, like you know, great, I want carnitas. No, like let's be clear, Jeff, and I'm in the same boat, so please don't feel bad. No one's ever having a conversation about your hair. No, never. No, and, and I'm like okay that's with that. People will talk to me about my glasses. People talk to me about my height. height. Your height. Yeah, you a have lot. plenty yeah. of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't right. need another thing. And you, didn't, and you didn't get quite the height. No, no. Or the glasses. You know what's really funny is the people who are just like, it, like, oh, he's taller than you. How could you be the older brother? Which is like the craziest, stupidest thing ever. Like, what, did... no, no, that's like still a common thing. All right, here's another question. <laughs> that's I have. not a common thing. What? 
Having Ta- a taller, a, a taller, younger brother. No, that's a common thing. Yeah, but people being like, "Wait a minute, how does this work?" It's right. like I don't know. And, no, that's and, insane. And though. Dan and Jeff get the like, well, uh, if uh, you're twins, how come you guys don't look the same? Or yeah, or uh, which, which one, one you used to be uh, uh, identical. identical? Right. <laughs> There's what? so many stupid yeah. people out there. If you punch him, or if you get punched, does he feel it? No, people. Yeah, say that. people. Did do you know say any that. twins in in like high school or middle school or anything? Um, Relatives. I knew. I knew twins as a kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They yeah. were the Glasner kids when we were in Hebrew school, like in our synagogue back in the day. Um, That's a bummer to be known as like the blank twins. Like you, you, you're not separate. You're just you know, you two together. Well, you. Well, uh, but you guys are yeah, known as the Rosenthal. Oh, I, and yeah. You're not su- even twins. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> like people are like, "Where's the other one?" And I go, "I don't know. We live separate lives." You know what's funny? And there's three of us. And yeah. you kind of. And you live separate lives with Jay. Yeah. I saw. I saw Aunt Marge yesterday. Um, and she was like, "Oh, is that your actual aunt, or just yeah, like our actual aunt? People in the hood who just no, no, no. It's, it's, Yo, it's young Aunt Marge. No, this is actually Aunt. Not Marge. like hip hop Mike says Aunt Amy. And <laughs> right, right, aunt. right. This is actually Aunt Marge. Uh, she was in Brooklyn yesterday visiting her daughter, and I went over to pick something up, and she was just like, "I barely see you alone." I was like, "You saw me alone for the first three and a half years of my life." <laughs> of course you did. Like she was like, "Oh, yeah, well, that's a long time." Ago. Yeah, it is a long time. Ago. All right, so I have one more hair question. Yeah. Yeah. If you take your hand and like. Like, what do you do to get your hair to what right now? Anything? Do you want to touch his hair? <laughs> like, I kind of do. You can just touch it. My probably. Okay. I, I mean, you have to ask. Him I put a little bit of gel in there. And I let the curls set, and then I. What do you mean, let the curls set? Well, it, I. Okay. Oh man, this is the most girly like part of this podcast. Yo, ever. let's go in. Shout fam. out to all the Trump listeners <laughs> yeah. who listen. This is why they listen. Uh, I shower. I let my hair stay wet. I put a little bit of gel in there, right? So, like, you know, there's curls here, and I put a little bit of gel in there. And I leave it and let it be dry. Like, I let it dry on its own in the air. And then I will, like, hit it and pat it. And it will, the the, the, oh my, the gel That is the will, girliest yeah. thing. I've, the padding is different. I, I, I had to go out, uh, and it was, like, 19 degrees the other day. And I let my hair wet and dry, like, naturally. And went out, and it froze. Oh, legit froze. It legit yeah, yeah, froze. I would yeah. think that. that yeah. I would think that's possible. No, that's all right. So here's my question. So if you didn't do anything, if you got out of the shower, <laughs> yes, you took a towel and just wiped your hair dry. If I wiped it dry, if I did that, yes, it would be a lot more messy than it is now. If I if I just left the shower and I didn't touch it at all, I didn't put any gel in it whatsoever. It would sort of look like this, but a little like frizzier, more loose. yeah, a, a little loose. more frizzy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now, what if you straight up take your fingers and straighten it out? I mean, how straight can it get? Very straight. No, I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's Jeff, straight. Reveal the truth. But it'll look. Yeah, it'll, I'm always it'll look playing like with Eric's hair. It'll look like you know bigger like um. So if you go like right now, will you fuck it up for the day if you go like that and run your finger through it? Uh, pro- probably. My question is, probably. what would it take for you to do like a Snoop Dogg perm? A sn- uh, oh yeah. Well, honestly, you know this. Yeah, I know you did it as like I a did middle it, schooler. It, no, high school, high school. I had yeah. long hair in high school, and you did like a big. Curl? No, no, I got it straightened. Like I would go, like get get it straightened. And like I had long. I had, no, I had long hair. Right, right. So you be, I'm saying you would straighten long, it, so it'd be even longer. Yeah, straightened. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. I guess it would be. It's the same length. How like, did you get it straightened? You blow dry it straight. You, just, you blow dry and then you use a, you don't use a straightener. No, Eric no. didn't have a straightener. No, you just you, you're you, confirming you, this. You no have, straightener you for have it. Eric did not have a straightener. Eric did not have like a flat iron. He was like, all right, just confirm it. No, it's not a flat iron. No, you take you have a. This is you hold it out and then you blow dry it. This is all going to get cut. You put it. No, know, yeah. do not cut this. <laughs> you put it. People want to know. Nobody wants it, to know. This. Curl God. You put. You put. A, you have a um a brush and you wrap it and then you put a uh. You really want to kill our podcast, don't you? This is a, <laughs> I, I, I'm being dead serious. I, I hope you leave some of this in yeah. because you're 
it's kind of part of your brain. I would do more if you're going to have more hair. If you're going to have your hair be a talking point, then you run with the fucking hair. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> no. Yes. Like, I think Peter your just hair, appreciates the hair. Your so hair is much part because... of your thing. Like <laughs> no, no one has a feature that's not. It, it would be like having a girl with big tits, and literally she wears a sweatshirt every day. <laughs> she and wants if, and, to be respected, right? <laughs> So if, if you don't want to talk about your hair, put on a fucking hat, leave your hair straight, and don't talk about your hair. But if you're gonna have these curls dancing, this is like I had some, I had some. Uh, I they're dan- they're out here dancing. With I had me. some friends in college who, um, if they saw someone who colored their hair and it was purple or something like that, they'd be like, "Hey, purple hair!" And they're like, "Well, she did. It. She wants to be noticed." It's like, okay, that's going too far. No, but I would be interested. It would be like a funny Instagram thing though if you did like just do a little video where like for a few days you tried different versions of. I'm dead serious. I think that'd be funny as shit. Peter's really trying to like. Like help I want to see what it would. Like, I want to uh, see what you could do like if you when you man bun it. When I'm you could fucking uh, I don't know put like the straight back vibe. The, the, I just don't have hair, so the, like thinking about yeah. having hair to do things with, I'd fuck with it. When did you really? When did you have the most hair in your head? Um, like all through high school, uh, I had a lot of hair on my head. Did you realize that like <laughs> those were all before then? Uh, well, my brother started losing his hair in high school. Really? I oh uh, no! Don't Damn. worry, he was fine. Shout out to Nick. Yeah, he nicked it okay. Nick is the <laughs> handsome one. Nick's yeah. the ha- he's unequivocally better looking than me, so it worked out. So uh, Nick did fine, but no, I had hair. I mean, listen, there are people who argue with me right now, my wife included, that think I still would have hair. So if? like I like if I let it grow, and I just don't think it's the way I describe it is I would have hair if I let it grow, but it wouldn't be worth like what, what what would it be? It'd what be, would it be, what would my be, hair? There's be? only like one way to find out, I suppose. It would be well. Not only would it be patchy at this point, mm-hmm. but even if it wasn't right, like even if I lucked out and it grew in enough that like you couldn't see that much of a bald spot, like it was cool. Mm-hmm. It still, would, I didn't have good hair. Like my hair was like, it wasn't like yours is mad basic, but it's thick and it has a position, and that's mad what basic. <laughs> have you ever been when <laughs> when you go to right, <laughs> Peter? When you go to Peter, the, this is the last time <laughs> you're going to be on this podcast. <laughs> when you go to the ESPN campus and you and you do on air stuff. Do you just pass by the hair people and just like and just like this is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no? What I, I do sometimes like if, if I if I was doing TV at a place where the angle was above my head a lot, yeah, I would probably ask them to do that spray thing <laughs> on my spot on the bald spot. What? What circumstance is that? What show films you from above? <laughs> it's a good question, but maybe Audubon? there would be one. Maybe there would be one where they come in, they have like a jib that comes in over your head and shows the top of your head. And like a, like I a don't morning know. show? Any, I, would, I maybe did like, one thing. All I know is I did one TV thing where they did the spray on my head to fill in the... Like, Kimmel does it. And it looks good. Yeah. Like, it It literally is a game changer. How like, long does it last for? Until you, like, wash it out. Or, but if it rains, you might have black running down your face. If Flo Rida ever comes... If, <laughs> if Flo Rida ever comes up to Hot 97 and to do a long interview, will you please get into the hair question with him? Just like... Talk. Why? What's... But do you oh, have they hair? colored they, it in. They used to have, yeah. yeah. Oh, they would color the yeah. bald spot? Yeah. yeah. Or if you have Carlos Boozer on, like... I mean, that's sort of old with him because he's But I still would it. be interesting. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, they, they had, like, shoe polish. and <laughs> You know what I find really interesting is that I've realized, uh, speaking of hair, which is something that people like to go at people about, and, like, I never understand it because I just don't care. Right, right, right. Like, the only things I could really care about are things that, like, here, the only things I care about, for people out there, for trolls who want to offend me, <laughs> I'm going to give you some ammo. The things that I don't like right, are... Right, an hour 45 into this podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't like... Weight stuff can can bother me, but only mm-hmm. if I'm feeling fat at the time. Mm-hmm. So if I have a period when I'm when I know I look good, I'm happy with how I look, and you comment like Dan Rosenberg, you're fat. I'll yeah. be like, no, I'm not. You're okay. weird. Yeah. But if I'm having a period where like I know 
like I'm not, so my weight fluctuates. So if I'm having a period where like I know I'm trying to drop weight, and yeah. in the picture where I'm like, oh, I think this, I think I pulled it off, mm-hmm. and they're like, didn't pull this one off that. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. And then the other one that I realized bothered me because I, I don't think it's true, and I don't, and I obviously am sensitive about it. I obviously don't want it to be true. Is I posted one the other day um, from my Secret Santa. Marissa Mendez gave me a Sports Illustrated from the day I was born. Yeah. Wow. So I posted on my Snapchat, and someone wrote me was like, "Damn, you're like the same age as me." You need to drink more water, B. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you know, of all the things I'm insecure about, is your water I, intake? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was never my water intake until now. No, it, it's like I don't think I look old for my age. I always think I look around my age. Right. And I think depending on how I'm looking in the moment, mm-hmm. I would usually feel that I lean a little younger than like 37. I feel like I look like 35 or something. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's never like a big point for me, period. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, it fucking irritated me. Did like, you respond? And I'm like, first of all, I drink a shitload of water. That's yeah, all I drink. idiot. Moron. Water I drink <laughs> fucking drinks. lots of water. Second of all, like, I don't. I really sincerely feel like I don't look old. So uh, you have hurt my feelings. So I wrote the guy back. It was a Snapchat comment. This wasn't even a, a right. public post. So he was going right to the source. Right to me. He was like, yeah. yo, you need to drink more water, fam. I was like, yo. I was like, yo, I don't think I look old, but thanks for just being a dick for no reason. Right. Yeah. And I saw he read my reply. Mm-hmm. Just didn't say anything back. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I don't understand. Why would you directly write someone something on Snapchat? Mm-hmm. So you know you're like, I want you to see this. Right. right. And when I'm like, hey, you're a dick, <laughs> you're just like, okay, bye. So, like, so, so is that why you're here? Because you want me to respond as to why So I why didn't, didn't you reply? <laughs> you said it on my Snapchat. I yeah. said, I'm doing your podcast tomorrow. You can say it to my face. <laughs> and I just figured I'd see you and miss you. Oh, I just God. thought that was weird. Anyway, I have water for you if you want some. <laughs> I probably could use some. Um, so uh, tonight, Redskins going to win? Do you really care? <laughs> You're going to delete this part anyway. To ask me something else before yeah. I leave. Okay. Uh, yeah, what, I hope so. What was it like? Uh, all right. So you're at Fife's um, memorial service. Nice. Okay. Here we're getting into some nitty gritty. Yes. Yeah. Real, that, real rap. <laughs> real rap alert. So you're at Fife's uh, uh, you know, memorial service. You're feeling, you know, however you're feeling. And you feel like you've delivered a great eulogy. And then Kanye disses your eulogy. <laughs> I know it's iconic. This, uh, well, by the way, before he's he even you know met with Trump at Trump Tower. Yeah, but, yeah. They have to remember this is six months before. So, well, actually, now do you think that he was going through stuff even then? Uh, well, I think he's either going through. It's, it depends how you look at it. I tend to believe he's going through stuff. If you believe he was going through stuff, then yes, I would say he was. If you think he's just a bad guy, then yes, he was just a bad guy then. Um. There are more options than that, by the way. I, I, I sometimes it's just bad guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. Neither do I. Yeah. That's not the answer. I think. Then why doesn't he respect Led Zeppelin being brought up <laughs> at, at a fight memorial? <laughs> so it was a weird. Were you guys there or were no, you watching no, 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 it? No. Did you see it? I saw. I the saw YouTube, it on YouTube. Yeah. The YouTube thing. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know what the event was. They just asked me. Fife's people and tribes people just asked me to go and present this video from Scott Van Pelt. So when I get there. I don't know who's in the crowd at all. Didn't know who was going to be attending, period. Would that have changed what you said, though? Mm, I, I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't have spoken as freely. Maybe I would have been more nervous. I don't know. But I walked in. I sat down. I saw Michael Rappaport. I sat next to him just because he was near the stage, and I, I had to go up soon. And I'm like, oh, if Michael Rappaport's here, like, 
I guess they really reached out to like people in the in the field, you know, to speak. So, but I didn't see anyone else. I couldn't. I didn't physically see one other person. So I go up, do my thing. I was very pleased with it. I thought I I thought I eloquently delivered my feelings on him. I got emotional during it, and it was like very authentic. And I was like, I feel that his family will feel that was touching. Mm-hmm. I, I I walked away feeling like that was good. You did what you wanted to do. You you were honest about like an artist you were friends with and who was is in your favorite group of all time, and that's cool. Yeah. And went downstairs um, at the Apollo. There's like a little backstage area, so I went downstairs for a minute, just like grab water, or whatever. Who's back there? Oh, we got water. <laughs> you know, I, my water intake's not bad, fam. Um, saw KRS. Mm-hmm. Hadn't seen KRS in a while. Um, no, no, no. Didn't see KRS. Saw Chuck. Mm-hmm. Hadn't seen Chuck D since him and I had had our whole thing. We hadn't, we hadn't had a real interaction, right? And in fact, I'd only seen him one other time, and it was a little weird. I felt like when I saw him the one other time, mm-hmm. so it was nice to run into him, and we had a really nice conversation just about like music and you know, everything. Yeah, All, and it was like really nice to like feel like that's put to completely to bed. Yeah. So that's nice. KRS shows up. Talk to KRS and Chuck. This is all just nice stuff. And gonna go back up shortly, and I here's they have there's a monitor at the Apollo, so I look up on the monitor. I'm like, who's talking? And I go up and I and I say to someone next to me, and I'm like, that looks like Kanye. And then I'm like, that is Kanye. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I got to go upstairs and see what the hell Kanye is saying. Whoa, he's here. Yeah, keep in mind because at this point I didn't know anyone was there until I got downstairs and saw Chuck D and KRS, mm-hmm. who seem a little bit more logical to be there because they're both New York based, old school artists. Mm-hmm. So go upstairs and start watching Kanye. And he referenced my name wrong somehow first. Paul Rosenberg? I think he said Paul Rosenberg or something. Well, can you believe what Paul said about him? It's <laughs> a funny story to that, too. So then he... Um, all I heard him say was something about, like... You know, like Rosenberg said earlier, blah, blah, blah. But he, it wasn't a diss. It was just a reference point. Right. So I was like, okay. I go out in the crowd, watch more of the show. Then Andre 3000 comes up. And then they're like, oh, Queen Latifah's here. Erica Badu is here. Lauren Hill is here. Like, everyone on earth is. Dave Chappelle is here. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I really just spoke in front of a literally. I mean, it's, it's, it was. Luminaries. It, yeah. it, it well, was, and heroes. Yeah. And it was in retrospect, and I didn't know this. The most luminary filled yeah. hip hop tribute of all time. That, that has never happened before, where literally at one of the funerals, everyone shows up and many of them speak. And it wasn't a funeral; it was a memorial at the Apollo. But like, that's never happened that I, to my knowledge. So I was like, "Wow!" I was kind of just taking the whole thing in. I'm watching Tribe up on stage, and I see a friend of mine who I and I right now cannot remember who it was. It was an artist friend. I can't remember who, who comes up to me and is like, "Yo, don't worry about Kanye." <laughs> and I was like, All right, "Okay, I'm not worried about Kanye. I didn't even he mentioned my name. That's kind of cool. Nothing to say about Kanye." Saw Q-Tip, saw Bust, everyone's like, that was awesome. Giving me hugs, blah, 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 blah. Everyone's telling me it was really nice. Saw Red Alert. All these different people, they're all telling me. Red Man, everyone's just showing love. So I'm like, cool, go home. <laughs> um, Q-Tip had told me, this is just an interesting aside, that like he was going to have people over to his house that night. Right. Which is the night there are all those famous pictures from. And I was, it was, I was like, what time are they actually going to get there? I can't do this. It's going to be too late. Yeah. So I skipped out on history. But whatever. <laughs> go home. <laughs> and the video replays, I guess. Or someone tweets me. I think maybe it was the next morning that I saw it. And someone had written about it. And I'm like, what? So I went and rewatched the whole thing and saw that he was like, 
Rosenberg said something earlier about Led Zeppelin. Man, I don't want to hear about Led Zeppelin at Fife's funeral. And I was like, it's not a funeral, it's a memorial. But anyways, um, I'm like trying to understand how. Because I said when I mentioned Led Zeppelin, I made very clear. I was like, I said, I was like, Tribe is like Led Zeppelin. And by that I mean, mm-hmm. just in case there was an idiot who right. might not understand. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, and by that I mean, they are iconic. They're like Bob Marley. They're like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. They're music that transcends. And it's the kind of music that when you become a teenager, you will get into. And that was what I thought. The Led Zeppelin part was the most clear point of that because I feel like every kid, if you have an older sibling who's into rock and roll, when you get to be like 14, like you want to check something out, Here's Led Zeppelin. Right. You'll probably like this. On Here's that like, almost famous like, you know, tip where it's just yeah. like, yeah, it's this, like, this, this is the thing that's gonna change your life. This is this is what music is. Yeah. Blah, blah. Now And by the way, that's true. It's true. Yes. Now was Kanye talking about the fact that I had to reference white artists to legitimize a black artist? I don't know. Was Kanye referring to the fact that Led Zeppelin has borrowed or stolen music from other people. Blues and, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Tribe did plenty of that too. Sure. They may have credited them, but uh, that's what hip-hop is. So anyways, Led Zeppelin, I have like went, I went and looked on YouTube. I'm like, oh, there are these videos about how like they didn't credit this blues artist and they took this song. I don't know. Um, I'm not saying all of that's cool, but like doesn't really change my view of their music that much. Like, cause and there's- and it, it, just as far as like white artists go uh, in terms of stealing from black music, like... If you were gonna, it's you're not saying Elvis, <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. So I didn't know why he did. Mm-hmm. Then there's the obvious thing of just like, wow, that's a really inappropriate thing to do. Like, w- no normal human being, right? Unless someone said something patently offensive, no human being would reference someone else's tribute in a negative way. That's not what a normal person does. Let's just. In the venue, in, in right. the con- it, yeah. it is completely inappropriate. Like there's just like I was just like, I, I wasn't. My feelings weren't even hurt. I was just like, whoa, what a weird dude. That's just, and no one agreed with you, right? Like even when it happened, of course, John Caramanica, you know, who's in always intentionally a dickhead about me whenever he writes about me, in which is, I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but for whatever reason, he has a chip on his shoulder about me and has always sort of takes a shot when he can. Wrote like. In a touching moment when Rosenberg said blah, blah, blah. And a hilarious moment when Kanye then... And I was like, no one thought it was a hilarious moment. It wasn't a hilarious moment. I was there for it. Like, when I watched it again, I heard the couple of people like, oh. It was more like they didn't know how to react to it. Because I don't think one person in the crowd, when I explained that, felt anything but like, oh, okay, yeah. I get what you're saying. Tribe is like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think one – I'm not delusional. I know I'm annoying to some people and I brought people the wrong way and some people don't like the the way I speak. But, like, I don't think that was one of those moments at all. At all. The whole thing I thought was like a I'm obsessed with them. I was friends with Fife. Here's my story. Right. So I don't think one person agreed with Kanye. But also so, I think that's such a small point to take from, from your tribute where it's like, oh, like this one re- reference to Led Zeppelin. I'm going to – And, you know – just saying it out loud now, that strikes me as uh, something that where Kanye and Trump might sort of connect, where they're like, "Oh, the, they the both smallest don't like Peter? thing." Yeah, oh. <laughs> that would that would be true. 
The second thing would be that it, the smallest thing, they can't get over it and they need to say something about it yeah. right then and there. Either that, or, you know, Kanye and I have always had awkward interactions. I don't think he gets me. We've never had a time to really gel. And maybe he's heard me talk about him on the radio. Maybe he heard me make a joke about his wife. Maybe we, who knows what he heard that when he saw me there was like, why is he there? And then when I said that, I was like, Led Zeppelin. You know, like, you don't know what someone's angle is towards you. Right. I have no idea. So, and, and when you do morning radio and you talk four hours a day in New York, I know there are a lot of people who have feelings about me of which I can never fix it with everyone, you know? And um, Saif was just talking about that recently on the podcast. Have you guys heard it? That thing about, like, people don't remember what you say to them, but they remember how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same thing about music. It's the same thing about any, of anything. anything. Yeah. And I'm sure I've made a lot of people feel really good. And that's what I get 90% of the time is like, mm -hmm. I went to high school and you made me laugh every day. Mm -hmm. Right. But there's 10% of the population who's like, you're the guy who pissed me off. You're that outspoken white boy whose voice I heard making jokes about hip hop and I didn't know you and I didn't like how it made me feel. Right. And it was annoying. Right. And it's the same thing Nicki Minaj felt about me. It was like, I didn't know you and I found you annoying. Like everyone was like, oh, busted, she got you. And I was like, no, I get what she's saying. Right. I would probably have been the same way. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I totally understand. So- who knows what Kanye was thinking, but like it was just such a bizarre twist to like come away from. And then I, you know, like we, we went to the radio station and we didn't really talk about it. Like we mentioned it in passing, but I was like, I'm not going to do some silly rant and turn Fife's memorial into a thing about me and Kanye going back and forth. Right. But it's weird. The only thing I commented on it that I thought was awesome, but didn't make a big deal because I didn't make it a, a big thing was that. I went on Instagram and I'm like, this is what got me into Led Zeppelin. Right. And it was the clip of Q-Tip <laughs> saying the music that he listens to in his car and the song Let's Ride. And he's like, most Def J, Prince, and Stevie, Marvin Gaye, Led Zeppelin, and Biggie. The only non-black artist that he references in that song yeah. is Led Zeppelin. And that was truly the time I got into Led Zeppelin was like the late 90s. Like I was very late to it. I, was, I didn't grow up on Led Zeppelin. Right. So like that's when I got obsessed with them. It was around 99, 2000. Mm -hmm. So I was like, not only were you wrong for what you said, but my original reference point for Led Zeppelin is Q-Tip from A Tribe Called Quest. Right. So, like, you were wrong. Like, right. you just, you were, a, like, it was a bad place to do it, and it wasn't cool. But I don't think he meant harm. I think the worst part of Kanye's speech was that he got up and rambled about himself. Mm -hmm. He spent the whole thing talking about, like, he made very little of it about A Tribe Called Quest and Fife. And, again, not because he doesn't love Fife and A Tribe Called Quest, but because he's, he's incapable of controlling himself right. and making everything about himself. And that's, I think, a sign of someone who's, like, like a lot, everyone is in the entertainment business is ego maniacal, but like you can't control it in that setting. Like you just turned it into a rant at the Apollo Theater at this memorial about like he was saying all kinds of things. He talked about how the did he mention Steve Jobs? No, no, but <laughs> no, but he did. Speaking of like rich white men, he did go at um who Barry Weiss is mm -hmm. that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. from mm -hmm. Jive. Jive. Yeah, right. and like talked about how evil and terrible he was while he was sitting in the crowd and. Say what you will. I know Jive and Tribe, you know, had their share of issues over the years, but, but obviously things were okay that, like, enough yeah. that Barry Weiss is there at the tribute, right. sitting near his family. Right. Right. So, like, why are you? It just, it was all bad. It was right. just like, fortunately, it didn't turn into like a major thing. I don't think it was worth being a major thing, but it was just one of those things where people were there were like, bro, right? Was it a mage thing? No, <laughs> the event itself was mage, mm -hmm. <laughs> and me getting to be a part of it as a kid who grew up obsessed with them and who loved Fife, that part was mage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, but. The whole thing was the, the Kanye part was just repug. Can you talk real quick about um, what their their album meant to you? 
Uh, the, it's I'm I'm still blown away by it. I still haven't like oversaturated with it because like, I want to continue to like grow with it. Mm-hmm. Even though like the first week I listened a lot, and now I've stepped back a little bit, and I'm like, let me wait. I'm going on vacation this week, and then listen again. How much yeah. did you know about it before it was released? Mm. I found out it was happening like the week Fife died um, from Q-Tip, and then he had talked to me about coming over to hear it. I never did because I'm lame. And my brother, who does lawyer stuff for them, through his uh, law firm, like, he didn't tell me very much, but I knew it was happening. And I just kept it very quiet. And I didn't say a word about it, just waited. And people were like, the people who heard it were like, yo, it's good. uh, The things I had heard were that it was coming, and I heard from internally in the the label, I heard that they were worried that they were going to fuck it up. Well, and were you? I mean, that who you, was gonna fuck up the label or tribe? I don't think it was tribe. I think it was, I, and they didn't say specifically who. So I, I don't, I don't know. But um, I think that there was a worry that the label, um, I, I, my and, reading was the label would fuck it up. And isn't there always some fear that like a legendary group who hadn't been around for a while wouldn't be? Oh, I didn't. I didn't think it would be that good. Relevant wouldn't be. Um, it wouldn't be as good. The sound a, wouldn't be good. It wouldn't translate. It yeah. wouldn't feel modern. It would yeah. feel like you're trying to be the past, but it's not bad. That album is like a modern. Like maybe it's not a miracle. Maybe we'll see as time goes on. Other rap artists do the same thing. They're sort of the first ones yeah. to pull off that Steely Dan moment, like like that group who's been gone for twenty years, then drops a critically acclaimed. Because that's what rock groups do. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. go away for twenty years, and then they're like, "We're back!" Right. Yeah. And everyone's like, "Oh my god!" And it gets lauded, and it wins the Grammy, and we're all sitting home like, "What? Who's they still make music?" Right. Yeah. Like that's what this album was. Like all of a sudden they come back, and it's really as good. I mean, I mean the timing of it was crazy, incredible. Oh, the election, yeah. The, yeah. I mean, it's the first post Trump album, and yeah. it came out. Three days after Trump wins, and then they perform uh, SNL with Dave Chappelle, and it's just like yeah. it was. Everything it was a about moment, that, man. Yeah. Like we had a real awesome, amazing. It was the hip hop highlight of the year to me. Like I, that the overall moment of how good the album was, the timing of it, like then the street naming for Fife was awesome. Like yeah. they just had this series of like really great stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm thrilled. I hope they go out on the road. I, I don't know if they're going to, but I think like. They should take Busta and Consequence, Consequence yeah. and Jerobi and do a tribe tour. Why not? And I know Fife won't be there and it's tough, but like you'll make money for his family. You'll make money for you guys. You'll have a great time. And you, you continue to, the legacy. And you continue his legacy. Like mm-hmm. I think he would want them to go. I know it probably hurts them because they're like, man, Fife was the one who wanted this more than anything. And he clearly did want it the most. Mm-hmm. And that would make them sad. But I still think it would make him happier that they were doing it. So I'm hopeful they do. Um, but that being said, if you take uh, Buster Rhymes on tour, what happens to OT Genesis? Very good point, because <laughs> he doesn't fit into a tribe show. <laughs> or so. does he? <laughs> Fifth member, anyone? Yeah. I think his time, you do not need to cut it. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I'm in love with the five, five dog. dog. <laughs> I didn't know we do a tribe, though. Five dog. Oh my God! Well, I hope you have a very merry Christmas with your Christmas tree. Are and you judging your... me? No. Are you sure? Because that last one sounded like he was like Jew. No. Yeah. Sell out Jew. No, no, no. Your you're, you're wife, thinking of your wife. Your wife is the one who oh, judges yeah. you. I yeah. Forgot. <laughs> uh, I forgot. I forgot. Wait, um, is she the one who said that you need to up your water intake? <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? Did, did you see that Skip Bayless posted today? Like, did a thing where he was like doing a live chat. He was logged in, I guess, somewhere else. 
and was like, love the show on FS1, Skip. It's amazing. But he was still logged in as himself. Oh, I did see this. Yeah, so everyone's now. like, yo, Skip Bayless, you're bigging up yourself from your own account, bro. You forgot to log into your fake account. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe it was my wife who did the water thing. <laughs> um, but thank or you. Or maybe it was Skip Bayless. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be dope? <laughs> Yeah. Um, Merry uh, Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa, and everyone. everyone. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks we for, celebrate all three. Thanks I know. For, Peter, thanks for thanks for driving up these twenty blocks <laughs> and yeah. feeding the meat. Wait, can we can we talk about uh, before you leave? Before you go. Okay. Uh, we had some very mutual friends at the grocery store, and you have left them all behind. I was wondering if you would come to the grocery store right now and do a little walkthrough. <laughs> Are you going to go over there right now? I'm going to go over there. <laughs> You're gonna be just like, look who it is, <laughs> guys. <laughs> The grand return. Homer! <laughs> Shout out to Homer. Oh, yeah. By the way, I have been over there, and I feel like I never see anyone when I'm there. This is like... You don't see anyone? <clears throat> Peter going back there is like Tribe putting out his new album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> wouldn't think he was as good, but... But it'll be just as good. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Later. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Thanks for rocking with us all through the year, and especially through 12 days of podcasts. We really appreciate you guys. So thank you for subscribing and rating and commenting and and riding with us through this whole year. And if you've been around for years before that, we so appreciate it. Jeff, where can people find more It's The Real? You can always go to SoundCloud.com slash A Waste of Time. You can also search for A Waste of Time with It's The Real on iTunes. We are also on Twitter at It's The Real, Facebook at It's The Real, Instagram at It's The Real. We are on Snapchat, not at It's The Real, because It's The Real was taken. We are at It's It's The Real and It's The Real Eric. Here's the thing about this podcast, Jeff. It does not go any further than just our listeners' ears if we don't say anything and if our listeners don't say anything. So we're counting on everyone out there to spread the word about a waste of time with It's The Real. And it all starts with us, Jeff. Who would you like to tell about this little podcast thing of ours? I want to tell Kak.Tai on Instagram. How do you spell that? K-A-C-K dot T-A-I. Okay, how do you say that? Cacti. Oh! Ah! Yeah, shouts to Cacti. Yeah, didn't, uh, did not realize that like, at all. Like cactus, but plural. Yeah, so he, uh, one, he lives in our building. Is that right? He's that kid who keeps taking pictures with all the guys who come through the building. Oh, shout out to him. So, uh, so yeah, he uh, he took a picture with Post Malone. He took a picture with um, Flatbush Zombies. Yeah, right. And, uh, and he's always, always, always looking forward to uh, when people come through the building. Oh, shout out to him. And and hopefully he's telling everyone to subscribe, rate, and comment. He is. He uh, there are people in his comments being like, "Why are all these rappers in your building?" What does he say? He says, "Let me call you later to explain." Oh, well, uh, yeah. Well, I hope he gets on the phone and says, "Go to iTunes right now and leave a comment and, and a five star rating." Jeff, I would like to shout out two people. Yeah. The first of which is celebrating his birthday tonight. Shout out to Greg Mayo. Oh, I thought you were going to say Jesus. Yeah, well, him too, but it, maybe he's the second person you want to shout out. But <laughs> shout out to Greg Mayo, who is not only our best friend and uh, our longtime collaborator, but for anybody who enjoys our intro music and if anyone is looking forward to that concert on February 23rd, 2017 that we're headlining at SOBs, you're going to see Greg Mayo up there with us. You're going to hear the songs that Greg produced for us Greg Mayo Music on Twitter and Instagram. He's an amazing producer. Go hit him up and tell him that you found us uh, entertaining in his music.
music pretty great. The other person I would like to shout out, because I promised him on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. is Kyle Wynn. W-I-N-N. He asked for a shout out. He promised to comment and rate us highly if I did, so... Well, not only that, he said that he would comment on every single podcast, so... so. let's hold him to that. Yeah. Yo, Kyle Wynn. Kyle Wynn. You better be listening right now. Right now. Because we're talking to you. We're in your head, Kyle Wynn. Don't forget to leave a comment on every single podcast episode by It's The Real. Ever. Ever. That sucks, by the way. No, no, no. I'm holding him to that. And furthermore, I swear, you want to know what? They better be different. Kind of. I, I was going to say, I hope it's not just like, hey. Yeah. Or like, cool podcast, bro. I hope it's like creative. So, Kyle Wynn. Kyle Wynn. Leave a comment, Leave a comment on every, on every single, single episode, episode of our podcast, of our podcast. And, be and be creative. Or we'll find or you. We'll find you. Jeff, or, or we'll find you. <laughs> Jeff, good job on 12 Days of Podcasts. Yep, we did it. And uh, here's to coming up with one for next Tuesday. See you then. Goodbye. Yeah,